On today's episode of the Drop Everything Now podcast, we are talking about all things Evermore in honor of Evermore being out for one full year. I can't believe it's been a year. Warning, we are incredibly passionate about Evermore, so buckle up because you are in for a wild ride. We start off with discussing our most listened to Taylor Swift songs for the year of 2021, and then we get into our review of Evermore as an album. We discuss some comments from our listeners, you know, how they thought of the album, and then we get into the survey results where over 400 Swifties voted on their favorite, least favorite, and most underrated songs from Evermore, and we also discuss some songs that deserved an honorable mention. We analyze some lyrics, go over more listener comments on specific songs, and we finish up of course, with an embarrassing story. So if you're all ready, it's time to drop everything now. Hello, everybody. Hello, what's going on? My name is... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I just got so We're pumped. Steph. We're Steph. And welcome to... Evermore. Well, welcome to... Well, drop everything now. Drop everything now podcast. <laughs> okay. Yes, welcome to episode 11 of the Drop Everything Now podcast. Uh, We're talking about Evermore today. If you couldn't tell, I'm too excited about it. So I will mute myself. I was born for this moment. I was born for this. I know. I, I I can't hold back with this. This is really, this album is really the reason that we started this podcast. It, it is. It is because we had gotten such an influx of Taylor Swift content from folklore coming out brought back out our obsession right because we we didn't really talk about it much but we obviously did with lover and everything we did with lover but folklore was like a surprise right it was a surprise we were excited so we got pumped again and then like literally five months later she's like oop another one and it's like okay now we have more things and remember like right before evermore came out she had the long pond sessions and then obviously she was was doing her re-recording so it was like we just have too much to talk about to like not share what we talk about with the world. Yeah. And our texts were getting out of control. We weren't talking about anything other than Taylor Swift. So it was kind of the thing where like, you have to stop. We need a different outlet. Didn't you say there was a point Connor was like, oh, would just see your phone blowing up. And it was just always me. Probably. I mean, it's true. It was just constant. Sorry. I mean, it's fine. Oh, oops. Fine. That's not his real name. (laughs) (laughs) We use foods for everything, but we're, we're using a fake real name this time. No, his name is Connor. It's okay. He's not even on any form of social media anyway. So yeah, he'll never know. You know what, Connor, if you're listening, Hey buddy, except I know he doesn't listen. He does subscribe though. So at least he keeps, Thanks. he's supporting us that way from afar. Thank you for supporting us from afar. Um, but before we get in, to all of our reactions to Evermore. And also uh, we have 440 people exactly responded to our survey. Thank you guys so much. I'm so pumped about it. So we are going to get into all the survey results. We have a lot of awesome comments to get through. But before we dive into Evermore, Mm -hmm. it's been almost a month since Red has been, Red Taylor's version has been released. Um, 
Spotify Wrapped has come out. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we should talk about just for just for a few, just like chit chat about you know how we've been doing with Red. We didn't get to talk about I bet you think about me the music video. So like, have your opinions changed at all? How is the consumption of Red Taylor's version mm-hmm. been, Steph? Because I haven't seen you I since know. the day that it, the day after it was released. So my consumption of Red Taylor's version was very strong for like the, probably the two weeks after it was released. I have, well, I jumped into Evermore lately to get ready for right. the podcast. And because I Absolutely. like listening to albums around the time they came out, it just gets me, right. you know, I was, cause it I was listening to sense. red earlier than that. Anyway. Um, I still love it so much. I listen to the 10 minute version of all too well all the time. Yeah. I bet you think about me. The music video was really good. Very well done. Um, mm-hmm. I loved her little, like, when she would be immature with the kids and oh then like, gosh, you know, yeah. I don't know. I just love that. That's thing. also how he, that's how yes, he right. saw like her as a child. Yeah. Right. But I, but I also saw something that said like, this is not to Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, th- like that was 10 years ago. This music video is to Scooter Braun and Scott Porchetta. Like, Oh, I bet you think about me. 100%. Like I told you I was going to do this. And uh, now look at me re-recording all my albums. You're never going to not be able to think about me. It's like, true. I told you That's so. a great point. And I love and I that, like, we're, I love that we're not looking at this as an ex-boyfriend thing anymore because I have something yep. to say about that, but I can wait until well, you could say, it. okay, we did get a question from a listener. Um, if to talk about like the rules of the road is Swifties. Now I'll be honest. Yes. I don't know all the rules of the road, but I think it would be fun for us to just, we'll, we're going to do a little mini episode, maybe at the end of December, um, before our next big one and kind of talk about what we think the rules of the road of Swifties are and like, whatever, we'll, we'll just shoot um, the shit spark about notes, it. Spark notes for new Swifties, basically. Right. Like what you need to know as a new Swiftie. Right. But I want to get this one out there first. And also because we did kind of touch on it in the last yes. episode. And I don't think we did it correctly because we didn't put enough f- emphasis on the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal getting Instagram comments, they were all funny. They weren't hateful. So obviously since Red was re-released, people have been attacking John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm sure, even though he hasn't said anything about it. And I just think as fans, we need to remember most of these relationships were over 10 years ago. She's in a very happy relationship. These songs are not meant for her to dredge up those old feelings about her relationships. I mean, she even mentioned that all too well is for the fans. Now it's not about Jake. So we really, really, really don't need to be sending death threats and like harmful comments to any of her ex-boyfriends. I know it's It's not a good look. It's making her look bad now. Cause I was listening to a podcast the other day and this entire time the host was just talking about how I can't believe she's not over this relationship. It was only three months and it was 10 years ago. And I'm like, People don't understand what's going on now because everybody has started like spewing Jake Gyllenhaal bullshit and it's making right. it become something other than just re-recording her album so that nobody else owns them but her. Right. So yeah, they they're you're so right. The the people that don't know, all they're seeing is the all hate they think is that- she's still obsessed with her ex-boyfriends, is she's still yep. singing about her ex-boyfriends. Not the thing. And I know, I do know that like probably this one specifically is going to bring the most out because obviously all too well was everyone's favorite song. And she released basically a double length version of it. So like, yes, this is probably going to cause more ex-boyfriend discussions than other albums will, but still it's in the past. We're all over it. Leave it in the past. 
as Taylor Swift said herself, it's not a paternity test to somebody who asked about what one of the interviewers asked about, like one of her exes recently with the red release. And she's like, it's not a paternity test. Like, that's not what this is about. Exactly. And yeah. Everybody it doesn't matter who. Right. It's about. And it's like, obviously, some of the memes have been hilarious. Um, TikTok videos have been really funny, too. Just don't bring it to them. Let these men right. live in peace. However, right. whatever peace they they can find in their lives, because obviously some of them right. are pretty fucked up. But that's all. Thanks, Steph. Thank You're welcome. You that's that. my one Thank rule. Thank you for that clarification. That's my one that's rule for one right rule. now. I'll think of others for our mini so. I don't know what my one rule is. So uh, my one rule is like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't have anything. So, you know, that's why we got to plan it out. We're going to we're gonna come up with a Spark Notes version, yes. which I'm so against as an English teacher. But for this case, I'm all for it. Because you can't go back in time. You know, although Taylor Swift wishes, I wish I could fly. I'd pick you up like it was the very first night. But like we she wishes, but we can't, you know, like and if, if you could because you're a new Swifty, I'm sure you would, but you can't. So we'll take you there. Yep. Through, through we our podcast. can go to the tropics. Sit uh, pina coladas. Shorty, uh, I could take you there. I could have tried to make that with like different Taylor verses, but I. <laughs> The song didn't. just popped in it's my head okay. and I couldn't. Nah. I liked it. I was like, that? yeah, like sometimes you just got to say Is it. Sean out loud. Kingston? I was going to say Jason Derulo, but I feel like Sean Kingston. What a right. throwback. Sean Kingston. But I wanted to say the vault tracks, I like, I don't know that my rankings that I said really changed. I do have to say that I love Forever Winter even more now. I yes. never skip it. I'm yes. so obsessed with the song. It is. I was going to say, I so do. I do still good. listen to the vault tracks like pretty heavily. Um, I I don't go back to the, the full album all that much, but um, yeah, I have when I get ready, I'm just like listening to the vault tracks over and over essentially. Yeah. I have that and evermore on like repeat yeah. right now. And yeah, the, I bet you think about me music video. Loved it. I loved the the red like everything is white she is red and there's so much symbolism other than mm. the album itself being red with that color there's just it was it was great everything was well done yeah loved it i guess that takes us unless i'm missing something but speaking of how like red taylor's version and evermore are on repeat for the past month for me like i have not stopped listening to them takes me to spotify rap can i say something steph that was gonna be yeah. the exact segue i used so same brain Wow, like, are we both Steph? Yeah. Are we friends? Uh -huh. are, do we like Taylor Swift? Maybe. Oh my gosh. Uh, I literally crazy. was like, wow, that's a perfect segue. If she, if she wow. doesn't get there, I'm going to use it. Wow. Bang. Wow. It's like brain connection, friendship. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Spotify Wrapped. First of all, great news. Taylor Swift is my top listener. I listened to 19,888 minutes of Taylor Swift. Holy and hell. I got like, I got like 0.05 of her top listeners, which I'm, I'm sad about. Cause I, I got, got that last I year I got point zero, or yeah. Or half a percent. Yeah. You got point zero. You got 0 0.5. Yes. Yes, me too. But like. You wanted more. I'm sad. Cause I got that last year and I like wanted to beat myself. And I think I got, I think I had 20,000 minutes last year. So I'm sad. Now I have a giant frustration with Spotify wrapped. And I just don't know if anybody else recognizes this the way that I recognize it. I recognized it last mm -hmm. year and I know I said it to you last year, Steph, but it really, I don't like, I'm half joking, but I'm actually seriously. No, you're serious. No. Uh, yeah. You're not joking. It's okay. Let it out. I will tell you guys what my top songs are. 
But here's what's annoying. Spotify wrapped is not a year. It's not a year's worth of song. It's 10 months worth of song. What you've listened to from January to the end of October and sometimes into November. I knew this because I knew Spotify wrapped came out December 1st. And then two weeks later, she dropped Evermore. Evermore. And I remember saying to maybe you Mm -hmm. or whoever was around. And I told my coworkers, I was like, this is just so annoying because I'm listening to this album on repeat. But like, it doesn't even count towards anything. There's this is not getting tracked in my data. Yes, my Spotify. You did say that when I'm consuming this so so constantly. And so like, that's not even fair. It's like so I it's it's rude. it's like when you know how like if you're using your apple watch for a workout and like i this happens to me every now and then i'll like go on a run and i'll start my watch and then like in a like a mile in or something i'll just want to check what how long it's been so far and it's paused like 30 seconds in and i'm like i didn't even run that has a never happened thing. to me i was Steph, like i would have been so no mad. but that's what, like i literally get so upset and i'm like oh my god this doesn't count but it's like you still ran it it did that during my half marathon my watch stopped literally at the beginning, the like less heck? than two miles in. I would have been so pissed. I was, but then I got over it. You're right. That is the exact, that is a perfect. But it's like, you analogy. still did it. It's just, you don't, you're not getting credit for it. And you're not getting credit for it. And I'm like, it's just so frustrating. So that's annoying. So I still obviously listen to Evermore so, 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 so much. Um, when Jan- in January to whatever, but then what also pissed me off was all the past month that we've been listening to red taylor's version guess what that's not going to count for anything ever by the time january rolls around you already said that your consumption has slowed down yeah i alone have probably listened to all too well taylor's the 10 minute version 50 times or more i've listened to it at least two times a day every single day Mm -hmm. since it has been released however long that is um and it's not, it's just not, it, it's just not going to count. And I'll tell you why it's pissed me off even more, even more recently this year, because there are some people, there are some people who did have it on their Spotify wrapped because they Spotify pulls it at different weeks for different people. So it stopped what? October 31st for some people. And for some people it stopped two or three weeks into November. Um, just depends. Cause I saw someone that had the all too well thing and I thought they Photoshopped it. So then I like did some research and no, they pull people's at different time. So at different times. So I'm like, that's not fair because they're getting more minutes that they've listened to Taylor Swift, but that's not true because theirs has been more days. That's not fair. So it's not fair. So, um, it's not fair in your research. Because part of me wonders if, like, they start when they close out your last, you know what I mean? Like, like if mine shut off October 31st, are they starting 2022 Spotify wrapped from November 1st? Nope. No, they start January 1st. Um, and the reason I know that is because it's uh, 20, it says the year, but then also last year, the very first thing it said, the very first my most listened to track was cruel summer i think last year i'm pretty sure it was cruel summer and it said the first time you listened to it was january 3rd in 2021 or in 2020 was january 3rd and you listened to it like 95 times i'm just making that up like throughout the year the first time you listened to it was then you listened to it 20 times by february 2nd you listen and then it like that was just one of their things they did last Hmm. year um 
so it starts in January. Like they they pull they don't pull but like were they these just months giving this just don't exist as of January. Do you know what That's I mean? That's what I mean. Oh, like would would the minutes listen be the whole year? Right? Are they still counting? You listen to all these songs for this many minutes and whatever, but like, you know, but at, oh, and because you know, like they're trying to make it a year thing. No, because it said you listened to "Cruel Summer" this many times in the year. This was the first time you listened to it in 2020. So it it wouldn't it. it yeah, but like that's have... what their stat is for 2020. You listened to it the first time January 3rd. They might not tell you that you listened to it, however many times from in December of 2019. Right, but but I, their whole thing is you know the year. I um, I don't think so. I just I just don't. And I actually I know so because of the lack of evermore in my top 10 songs i'm 100 percent positive that they didn't do it because there i did not listen to anything but evermore for weeks i did not take that off of my my shuffle yeah. i did not and so that's why i know so let me tell you what my top 10 songs are top 10 taylor swift songs. the all top five of my songs were taylor swift okay number one most listened to song of the entire year king of my heart i listened to 94 times Absurd. And I, a lot of my songs here, you're like, Steph. And it's like, I'm incredibly single. I just love the song. Number two, Cruel Summer, which has two years in a row is up there. Number three, London Boy. I love that song. Number four, I think he knows. <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> Number five, Dorothea. I love that song. That's the only one from Evermore that made the top five, but thank God it did. And I didn't even, it just proves the amount of times I listened to Right Where You Left Me, Champagne Problems, and Willow. I promise you, they did not count December. Number six, Getaway Car. Interesting. Number seven, Don't You. Number eight, The One. Number nine, Right Where You Left Me. And number 10, Delicate. Now, my only thing is I'm confused. I'm just very confused. Wait, you can look up by a, by a specific artist what the tops were? No. So if you go, if you added your top 100 playlist. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. That, yeah. It's in order one to 100. Got it. Okay. And the only thing I have to say is those songs, King My Heart, Cruel Summer, London Boy, I Think He Knows, Getaway Car, Delicate. They just make it to all my playlists. They always make it to my workout playlist and all my, yeah. all my playlists. So th that's just going to happen. Um. See, this How is why do you, you don't put Taylor Swift on your playlist. Just kidding. Well, no, but I want that. I want it. To oh, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just. But why? How did Mr. Perfectly Fine not get up there? I listened to that maybe 7 billion times in one day alone. How is yeah. Don't You up there? I, I just think there's something wrong with it because some of my top songs in my top 20 that aren't Taylor Swift songs, I know for a fact i did not listen to yeah why is champagne problems on so it? I, I was just gonna say it. i might be the counter for your argument because here's my top okay. 10 taylor swift songs evermore gold rush long story short those are my top three songs by the way like, like and Ooh. oh and then renegade those four nice. are top four songs then i had driver's license Love it. but other taylor swift songs so five was champagne problems six was right where you left me <laughs> Seven was Tolerate It. Eight was Willow. Nine was Love Story, which makes sense because I did listen to that a ton. Right. And 10 was No Body, No Cry. So Evermore nice. did like. That is what mine should have been, Steph. It's it, the amount of times I listened to Willow. Mm -hmm. I can't. I did not listen to Don't You that many times. I didn't. I just did not. I did listen to it a lot, but not. 
even starting it there's just something yeah. wrong with mine there's just something wrong with mine period yeah. i believe and you. i would like to talk to spotify directly i'm so annoyed by it and it's just sad because brad taylor's are, it's just i want to know how many times specifically i listened to all too well the 10 minute version and they're i'm never gonna know anyway i just have a lot of issues with spotify wrapped and if they could do better next year if you could figure it out a little bit better yeah that would be great i would be agree. great so that's all i have to say about that okay. i guess that takes us since we're talking about evermore so much yeah we should get into evermore do you agree yes i can't wait i think i am so excited so i love this album on december 11th let let us take you back in time everybody if you could remember today is december 9th so in two days it will be december 11th a year ago from that day <laughs> you just lost everyone oh, no, it was it was december 10th when we found out right it was the day before uh yeah so tomorrow like christmas morning Steph, I know. Would you like to t walk them through uh, what happened that day? I don't even know. Um, yeah, I will. Um, I'm gonna try to scroll my find my text real quick because I know I screenshot okay. them. Okay. Um, so for me, it was just another day at work. Me teaching, live, laugh, love. Yeah. And my students were presenting projects, which are actually we're starting presentations tomorrow. Wow, I'm right on track with where I was last year. So my freshmen were presenting projects and I have to get my timer on my phone because I'm like, okay, your present presentations have to be seven to 10 minutes. So I go to open up my phone and all of a sudden I have like a text or a couple texts from Steph. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, let me just like sneaky in here really quickly and like look at what Steph texts me before I start. Yeah. And so all my students are looking at me because they're the kids are literally like standing up waiting to present. And I go, oh my God to throw my phone up and then i just look at you i was like you guys you'll never believe it seriously and then i immediately realized my error never believe it because they were like what and i was like never mind i'm embarrassed i can't tell you well then you did and what was the text that you sent okay me, so this was at 8 40 in the morning yes um and to preface this i am the one that loads steph's phone quite a bit with this kind of stuff because always she obviously when she's teaching she can't she's not looking at her phone and when i'm doing work i'm absolutely looking at my phone so like i can see this news relatively quickly yep. um so i screenshotted it sent her the screenshot and i said stephanie 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 holy fucking shit this is all caps i'll tell you when i go non-caps <laughs> another album how are we so fucking blessed i love 2020 um i didn't <laughs> i didn't love 2020 but i loved it for taylor swift and then yeah. i uncapsed myself fuck, just checked your location and you're at school. So probably teaching right now. So I'll stop bombarding you. And then I sent you another text, but holy fucking shit. Oh my God. And then Steph. you responded, Steph, a B O M G I S C, or you were trying to say screamed, but you put an X in there in class with one S. And then I was laughing at you. And then you said, instead of my, you said MT students literally with one L made me tell them why. And they won't stop with two S's laughing with an f instead of a g at the end laughing <laughs> they won't stop but laughing I, I have 
never been so excited and happy in my entire life. They, first of all, forced me to tell them. They were like, what? I was like, you guys. They didn't even know I liked Taylor Swift at this point. This is when they started to know was this day. I was right. like, well, that's the first like, time you have we to were tell us. Caught. I was like, okay, like, but like. Yeah, because that was like, because folklore came out in the summer, obviously. Right. Then, right. Like everyone was the first time we were, you know, well, right. you were in school. Yeah. And it was the first time it was a surprise out. Yeah. Cause folklore was in the summer. So but it was a I surprise, was like, but yeah. Right. I was like, I Taylor Swift's coming out with another album. And they all cracked up. Like I've never seen them laugh. And they were, then they were just cracking jokes. Like they're like, Oh, like bad blood. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, you guys, you don't understand. This is literally the best day of my life. And then like after the presentation, I just remember shaking my head and I was like, I can't believe she did that. And they were like, are you still this one kid? My one student, I have him again this year. was like, are you still thinking about Taylor Swift? I was yeah. like, this is the best day of my life. And then I went through the the rest of the day. I saw another one of my coworkers that like Taylor Swift. I was like, did you hear? And then we were jumping up and down in the hallway. And then I told another one of my coworkers. I was like, I can't even focus today. And then he told the principal and the principal came up to me. He's like, are you telling me that because Taylor Swift is releasing a new album, you did not teach your students today? He's like, you are telling me to my face. <laughs> and I said, that is not what I said. I said, I was distracted. I de They gave presentations. I swear to God, I did my job. And um, from that day on to this day, everybody knows because of Evermore, that was, that was the greatest day, man. That was the greatest. <sighs> it was the greatest. It was the whole, I mean, it was just the best too. Cause like, uh, we can also get into like how, what is she, what did she kind of say? Like that Evermore was like the spring album and folklore was like winter or was it the opposite? No opposite. Okay. Folklore is a summer. Because I was going to say Evermore is winter. I fully like, I probably, it, it always, I get, a, I associate it with the time it was came, like obviously got released, but like, I just remembered like sitting next to my Christmas tree with my hair, like my AirPods in and just listening and listening and like reading and listening and just it was so cozy yes um like I think someone in the um general comments from our survey said this too but she's like I love with sitting with my mug of tea and like under a blankie next to the window listening to evermore and I'm like me freaking too I remember I walked around like I walked outside in the middle of winter for like the entire album because I wanted to experience it in the snow yeah like I just was wandering for like however many three miles I don't even know and I was just like, yep. I'm having the time of my life, the time of my life. I was walking through the downtown and the, all the Christmas lights were up. And I was like, I love my, I was just so happy. And we ended up being able to be together like that weekend or the next weekend. And like going through the whole album, we stayed up till like, yes, we stayed up till like three in right, the morning, it was almost Christmas. going through, like listening to the songs, writing poetry together, crying. There's like videos of us, like God. singing champagne problems, changing the lyrics. It was I have never felt this way about so an album maybe since like speak now like I've this album no. truly and, changed my life and I don't know and obviously um I've you know I've loved red for like since it came out obviously with Taylor's version I still love it so much but like evermore has the staying power for me that like when I'm 50 years old and it's like kids, you want to hear some good music? I'm putting yeah. on Evermore. Like I love this album. It's probably my favorite album just because it is. And like, it's so weird because like, I really love folklore too, 
but like for some reason when evermore oh, came yeah. out it was just like oh yeah. i don't know i 100 everything just yeah yeah so you know changed. i was thinking about it so first of all why in the world does taylor swift not give credit to evermore she like forgets about it and and some people said that in their comments too like taylor swift pays evermore dust like she loves like, obsessed love her. with folklore and just like yeah like lover she just like forgets about evermore and i think i personally believe not only does taylor swift do this these comments made me happy but like a lot evermore is the most underrated album first of all i agree i love it i love folklore but not even close compared to evermore i would i go back to evermore to 10 again. times more than i go back to folklore yeah. like if it's a random oh i just want to listen to an album it's evermore. it ends up being evermore yeah and do you know what i thought and like i know that the i don't know if you would agree with this because this is i guess more personal mm -hmm. but for me i've talked about this when we did our folklore episode i've never been more depressed in my life than when yeah. folklore came out. And so I was so happy when it came out because that was like the thing that I clung on to. And I was like, oh my God, thank God I have new music. And I'm so sad listening to this, but in like a healing way. Mm -hmm. So every time I listen to folklore, it's almost like there are certain songs that I just feel like I can't get. There are songs I can listen to and that I, and I, I love, like the one is always up there for me. Um, even though that's the one that made me cry not that it takes me back to that place but it does take me back to that place in time and i just like don't want to be at that place in my life ever That's again fair. and i remember in december <laughs> i even wrote in my diary like a couple days my journal a couple days before it came out like i don't think i've ever been this consistently happy in my life i was in such a healed place mm -hmm. from the summer i felt like myself again yep. i felt so happy and so like grounded and then she released this album. So, and the album is phenomenal. And I would still argue that it's better than folklore. But I also think anytime I listen to it, like you were saying, Red kind of brings you back to freshman mm -hmm. year in college and walking through. Like Evermore brings me back to when I was, there was like a whole month of December into January. I was just so, so, so happy yeah right and i was i walked down through the streets of the town that i live in and i was just happy by myself walking listening to the music i remember going to target and getting us the cds mm -hmm. and playing the cd and like i don't know i just was so happy yeah. so i think that also has to do with why i like it so much more than evermore but folklore, i also think I mean. it's just better yeah yes than folklore sorry but i just also think it's just better yeah, I mean, I will, I definitely think, and, and we won't obviously just be comparing it to folklore this whole time, but like Evermore for me, I don't know if it's like there's more highs on Evermore than I had on folklore. Like folklore for me, besides like a couple of my real tops, it's just like, wow, every song is really, is really good. Uh, it, right. it, none of them really got me. Like, you know how people obsess over August? I never really did. Like, it's just kind of like, I like fall. But for Evermore, it was like Gold Rush punched me in the face. Evermore, yeah, really Evermore drowned me, like drowned me. I yeah. like, and it was just these things that I was just like, holy shit, these are so good. And like, even the lows that I have on Evermore, which are probably lower than my, any of my lows on folklore. Mm. I still like them. Like there, there's, right. I guess, I mean, I, I could say that about every Taylor Swift song that I, that's a low, right, but right, like, right. I think there's just way too many highs on this one that I'm looking at my list, like my track ranking. I have to get down to song 11 on my rankings before 
a folklore song might get in there above right. it besides like maybe the one or something like that like right, they're all right, just like right. nope I like that better I like that better it just, <sighs> what I also think about it and like I guess this just comparing it one last time is that I think we may have mentioned this with other albums um but folklore as an album what it's phenomenal it's so well written I love the songs but it is so cohesive yes that I sometimes am like Mm -hmm. and she put it at a time when we were sad and the songs are really sad because it was a depressing time that I'm like okay I can't listen to all this I need a change of pace I need a change of pace and you only really get invisible string which is still mellow yeah no that it and that which is still sad agreed the one which is still sad like everything it's just like I agree and that's probably why I I say that like folklore doesn't have like high highs and low lows because every song is like very blends into each other exactly so it's like I I can't pick a high high because it's like they're all kind of the same but like oh evermore has evermore has so much more versatility it for me it has just like how I said the the trap the bonus tracks the vault tracks on red added everything for me for red I was like evermore kind of has everything for me it has your happy songs it has upbeat it has your little country twang it has really depressing um it has everything like there I get all the emotions I need and it was more like for being so versatile it was also more put together than you could say red was or even eh, speak now I was gonna say but like it it still feels like the same sound of the album, even though you have such different, you know, beats and melodies. Right. Like, and whatever. It's co- like it's cohesive yet very different. There's so much versatility. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like you're not feeling like you're just listening to the same thing over right. and over again, which I do sometimes feel like with uh, folklore. Like, like I'm like, all right, I can't just listen to folk. I can't just listen to the album folklore. I have to loop something else in right. with it. But with Evermore, I can like just I can to listen to folklore when I put on my Evermore folklore playlist and shuffle right. it. Um, right. Because I mean, think about it. We go because uh, I remember because I was texting with someone about this. We go from tolerate it to nobody, no crime, to happiness, to yep. Dorothea. Like right. we are on a seesaw, just up and down, yeah. up and down. And I want to be. No, on I seesaw. love it. That the, like, and then you go to Coney Island after that. Like, uh, God. Yeah. Like, keep me going. Like, keep me bouncing around. And then, like, long story short, to Marjorie to closure. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, hello. What a yo-yo we're going. And then through. evermore, and you're like, oh my god, can I breathe? No. And then you get right where you left me. Um, right where you left me oh and then it tops it off with it's time to go and it's like no it's literally time to go that's the it end actually of the is like close-up shop god god it's, it's so good it's effing beautiful um it's everything i don't know if anything will ever be able the only other album that i truly feel this way about is speak now in terms of like there are no songs that i actually dislike with like there are every single song I don't need to skip. This is a mm. no skip album. Reputation is also a no skip album for me, but there's some songs that I'm like sometimes I'm like okay and game enough. Okay, gorgeous. Like I got to be in a mood, but like I love to Yeah, no. I yeah. Yeah, I don't really But there are zero songs like I love gorgeous, but I know people are like what the heck? There are zero songs on Evermore and there are zero songs on Speak Now that I'm like I have some Ooh. on Speak Now that I that that I that you go like this 
yeah sometimes like innocent for whatever we'll, we'll talk about it when we talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. now which by the way other than this right now when the speak now is re-released taylor's version that will be my what is it called i don't know i that is my super bowl that is the that will be the pinnacle of my life like that will be everything i will die i will pass away i will not exist i'm that is so funny too because I like want. when we did the um like the mathematical ranking of our albums speak now was yeah. first for me and both yeah, of us, yeah right but it's funny because like i i'm obviously going to be very excited for it but i don't feel yeah. that way about it like it's the way you felt about red, red but red somehow didn't rank yeah right no speak yeah. now is everything and everything to me I do hope that people are saying like, oh, she might secretly like randomly release it, blah, blah, blah. I really hope she doesn't. I really hope, I loved being hyped up for Red. Like I hope she at least gives us like a month in advance. I know, I'm not sure what she's gonna do and I'm not sure which one she's gonna. Because I I wanna be able to be like, let's plan a listening party. Mm -hmm. Let's plan, let's order stuff. Let's have a party. I don't want it to be a surprise. Like debut can be a surprise. Right. But I don't want 1989 speak now or reputation. Um, yeah, to I don't be a think surprise. I don't think she'll do a surprise like that. She did. She's su- got to lead it up. Well, if she just drops it. Ne- people- she hasn't done that for any of her re-records. Like right, I don't. Right. I, but some people think she might change it up. Yeah, I mean, to, like, yeah, I guess she could because she's obviously done that before with brand new albums. But like, for some reason, I don't know. I just think she's gonna. I guess we'll just have to wait and say, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not going to dive in. I'm just going to sit back and wait for her to tell us. Right. As I've said before. <sighs> but anyway, anyway, should we get into what some of the general comments are that people left are their opinions on Evermore? Um, yes. I think we both have them. There are many, many, many comments that said like Evermore is underrated. I There are no bottoms. How dare you make me only pick a top three? Um, folklore gets all the attention evermore deserves more so there are a bunch mm-hmm. of comments like that which thank you guys i love you all of the comment like you guys are amazing yeah but there are some other comments too that i wanted to point out that i thought were interesting and i don't know if you pulled uh picked up um i i sent them to you so i don't know if there are ones that you wanted to talk about too um yeah no i mean i think just kind of the general sentiment that it deserves so much more credit it's like brilliantly done album um but there wasn't any specific one that really oh I have like three or four that I bolded I liked me heart Taylor that was funny okay some of them made me actually like really laugh out loud um so one that I I wanted I didn't know what it meant so I looked it up but somebody said like just that evermore has Amy March energy oh yeah has Joe March energy so that I didn't, I've never seen or read or whatever, watch little woman, but those are two characters. So I just thought I would, uh, uh I, I looked up what their oh, personalities were like about little woman. Yeah. I, was like, I didn't see so a single Amy thing that said March, little woman, but that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Amy March is what they're saying is evermore. Amy. Uh, so Amy March is an artistic beauty who is good at manipulating other people. And she acts as a perfect lady be- and it, because it pleases her and those around her. She gets what she wants in the end, popularity, the trip to Europe um, and Lori. I don't know what that means. Uh, unlike Joe. And so Joe was a reckless, daring child. Wait a minute. Joe's I'm sorry. Spoiler. If anybody uh, is watching or read, I don't know, little woman, whatever this is. Spoilers. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Whatever. Joe's, I've never seen it, so I don't know if it's, God knows. 
Joe was a reckless, daring child. She often wished she was a boy and as consolation enjoyed whistling, using slang and roughing up her clothes. Um, so more like masculine, I guess. Joe loved to read, would spend hours doing so, reading books. So basically Joe was more reckless, didn't care what people thought. And Amy was like, I'm just going to be like perfect and like manipulative and cool and popular. And I'm like, okay, but th that was just their their take on it. So I just wanted to explain that because yeah. I was like, that's interesting. I love when people give like a little bit of a uh, a comparison mm -hmm. to them. Um, the next one I wanted to bring up because somebody said this to me once, and I actually think it's brilliant. Okay, they said honestly, I know a lot of people don't appreciate her new music. That's more of a folky oh, yeah. style, but I just have to say I admire Taylor Swift so much for reinventing herself so many yes. times and being so damn successful. And amazing each time. That's hard work, but she puts in that for and delivers amazing albums. Yes. So I totally agree with that. And somebody made a really great point to me last year when Evermore came out. I went on the ski trip and I was like to the girls that I knew liked Taylor Swift. I was like, oh my God, what do you think of Evermore? And um, this girl was like, one of my friends said like, oh, like her indie folk vibes, like that is what fits Taylor best. And I totally disagree. I was like, really? I think she fits this so well. They're like, yes, but I think that Taylor nails anything that she does. She never misses. It's she true. could do pop. She could do country. She could do country pop. She could do folk and like whatever she wants to do. She is so phenomenal at just like hitting everything. And I'm like, that's actually a great it's point. It's a good point. She doesn't she doesn't suit any it's not like um like miley cyrus's voice like there's a certain way that she sounds phenomenal and there's certain genres that miley cyrus shouldn't be in taylor swift is a chameleon in, a, in an amazing yes. way in an amazing way she can literally do anything and nail it 100 i agree um with that being said though i would be perfectly happy if she never left this style I don't need to hear country pop any other. Well, Taylor. she gives us country and well, in no, I know, but like it's still under the umbrella of this like indie vibe. I, I guess similar to what this uh, kind of what the comments is, but like, I am so into this vibe. I knew yeah. I would be when she announced folklore and I just, I'm perfectly happy with her never reinventing herself again. I know she will. But, like, I would be perfectly happy if she released six more albums that were just like these. Oh, listen, I would be perfectly happy with anything she wants to give us. However, I disagree slightly because I, I love a good pop Taylor. She gets me going. But I would also be fine if she gave me more indie. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever she does, she does it perfectly. And that's fine. Like I said this to my boyfriend the other night. I was like, maybe she should just do, like, rock and roll or something. Like, let's see what's next because... <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Where else and that's he was like, well, apparently she can do anything. So, and I was like, damn right. Literally, she can. Um, somebody said the only negative comment was like that. There, I'm a huge Swifty. This is not my favorite album. I only like five songs, but I could listen to folklore. That was literally the only negative comment. Yeah. Um, somebody talked about like the storytelling in Evermore is unmatched. I totally agree, and that we need more music videos. And I also totally agree, especially for Evermore, we need more singles. It never got the credit it deserved. And it's mm -hmm. just a freaking shame. I was going to say, I like, I like this comment. Um, Evermore is simply her most illegal collection of songs. I cannot fathom how she managed to achieve such perfection. It blows my mind every day and I'm still processing its magnificence. Yes. Yup. A freaking man. How do champagne problems right where you left me? How do those two songs, nobody, no crime. How do they not have music videos? 
phenomenal yeah. like, the storytelling like it, it writes itself it right you don't even have to do any work like i will make i mean they right there's shitty music videos for everyone i mean and folklore how the hell does the trilogy not have a freaking music video how i think somebody said that they ch- absolutely should and and the storytelling i absolutely totally agree even with folklore but when, when evermore came out my roommate who's not a swifty was like got really into it and she's like i think that we could piece together a story by the songs and she's like i think we should just oh, map totally out the could. whole thing and i was like yes and we started doing it we like we stopped but we got really really into it one more night we're like if this goes first then let's put the and we like mm-hmm. we're starting to get characters together like making a whole movie basically like it just the storytelling is phenomenal totally agree um i will <sighs> just say one thing because i'm realizing it the more we talk about this First of all, Evermore gets overshadowed because she went into the re-records really quickly after. Yeah, I'm not going to discount that. Evermore also gets shadowed or, or overshadowed because most of the time you bring in elements of folklore into your conversation about Evermore. Folklore doesn't necessarily yes. get that because it came first. You know, like you might have a like, oh, when list the, oh yeah, and then like whenever more came out, blah, 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 but like, right, folklore is consistently brought up with Evermore because it's right. the sister album, right. So like that also is why it feels overshadowed. I mean, I brought up folklore multiple times while we're talking about Evermore, even though I don't mean to, and it's not because like I like Evermore more. It just like goes along with your talking points about Evermore, You're right? Because it was the, Evermore. Just she's not independent. I know she relies she's on her older needy. sister. She's like a little needy. A little bit, but I love her for what it. What a shame she's fucked in the head, you know? Yeah, exactly. She's working on it. She's passing up the tapestry. Myself. Oh, you're pouring wine? pouring myself. Oh, no. I'll pour I wine. the box, everybody. Oh, what do you got? Black right. box Pinot Noir? Oh, my God. Look, I got some black box buttery shard. Should they sponsor us? Black box. This is your free sponsorship. Everybody. Enter. Oh, my God. I just poured it. A giant glass. I forgot. I forgot what I was. Enter promo what I was doing. Drop everything for fifteen percent off your next um, liquor store purchase of Black Box. I gotta put my okay. mic down. So, with that being said, are you ready to get into the burm, burm, burm survey results? Burm, burm, burm. Yes. So we asked our listeners what your top three favorite songs from Evermore were, what your least favorite song was, and what you think the most underrated song was. We got, as I said, I'm so happy. I freaking love all of you. We got 440 answers. And you. Um, you guys didn't disappoint. I know what the answers are. Steph doesn't. Here I go again. I also separated the comments. So some of you guys left comments about specific songs and we'll get to them as we talk about the songs because some of you guys, I just like love your thoughts. Like your brains are just like so thoughtful. Wow. Um, Okay, so what am I doing? Top three, do I have to do them in order or can I? Now, although I made, I forced all of you to only choose a top three, we are actually going to talk about the top four slash five because- after number one, numbers two, three, and four essentially tied. And then number five drops about 30 votes, but it's still up there. And then everything else kind of drops after that. Oh, so there's like a really okay. strong top. There's a really strong top five. Okay. Okay. So it's like number one, two, three, and four tied almost. And then and then five is ultimately our top three. Right. If you want to look at it that way. So I'm just going to so say the them then. Number- I'm not going to go in order. Okay, well, I I was going to tell you how many votes number one got. Okay, you can do that. The number one 
song. Everybody's favorite song. Got 262 votes. 59.9% of people put this in their top three. Steph, take it away. There's no way you'll get this wrong. Champagne problems. You got it, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Can I tell you something absolutely psychotic? Yeah. I took this, I took the song sorter quiz a year, December 17th, 2020. And then I took it again today. Champagne problems is four today. Champagne problems was 10, 10 a year ago, 10. Well, I think it was tied. I did a lot of a year ago. You know how I did a lot of the, I like both. I had like the one and then it was like, five fours and then five nines and then it was like i don't want to be associated how with, crazy i don't want to have the same name as you i'm willow disgusted. was above champagne problems willow has plummeted in my rankings now like it i'm is literally disgusted with you how wild. did you th- how did you not how are you not mesmerized well Take it so away. i did Take this i think this on is your what it first is. listen i mean i was mesmerized by it. i think what it was was i Fuck took you. this less than a week <gasps> i didn't mean to say that i'm literally hanging up <laughs> What's number two? No, uh-uh. Let's talk I'm about done. Problems. You don't get it. Sh- you no, don't get. Up. You don't shut, get my analysis. I of my put thoughts. this. I also voted because I we voted on our own survey. Yeah, I voted for um, champagne. Problems. I voted this in my top. Me three. too. It should be in my top three, but I have you know four that are just so neck and neck. So I want to just read the two comments. Champagne problems is obviously the best song, and then they wrote, "And Ivy is gay." Um, I think they don't mean that as in like, they, they mean that in like, as it's like a, a homosexual oh. song. Oh, okay. But obviously we'll talk about that when we get to Ivy. And then Champagne Problems Bridge might be the best bridge she's written, which guys, we talked about that in our bridge episode. Go listen yes, to I it. actually fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, And we did talk about that. And I argued against I all too well. I said like, I, while I love the bridge all too well, I think that even if people thought champagne problems was better, they just wouldn't be able to put it above all too well. However, and I would stand by that in then in that moment, but now with the all too well bridge, the adding on to all's well that ends well, and I'm in a new hell, there's just, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's just, it, it, there's nothing that compares to the 10 minute version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all too well still, I guess had the best bridge when I was thinking of it in the bridge episode, but yeah, there's absolutely no contest now, but champagne problems. I mean, that I don't know how it can't be two in a bridge question, you know? Um, right. No, I fucking love champagne problems. I just think I didn't process it well enough. It was less than a week when I took this quiz the first time. But Seth, I'm going to repost these TikToks. I have to go to my old phone that I still have. Um, and I have them in our drafts. We pretended, I was like, I'm going to pretend to play the piano. Oh, I know. I think this was after, like, I think this was after I took this quiz. I took this quiz December 17th, which was five days after it came out i was so moved by this song and and then i learned how to play it on piano at my at my house and i would play i was just playing it yeah all through i was gonna say i don't know what it was that made it get tied for it probably was tied for fourth in this when i'm looking at it but like i think so many different songs stuck out to me initially that those songs like my top three one of my third favorite song from last year is five from the bottom now like it's songs that just stuck out immediately and then kind of faded while champagne i don't know how that didn't it was like i needed i needed more time to process the bridge probably and then once it did i was like oh that one's going up i watched the music video first i was in my bed and i I didn't watch till midnight 
And then I immediately went to Champagne Problems so that it was Willow and then it was that. And I was like, and I like was like, oh my God, this, like I knew just from the first two songs that this right. is just going to be Well, the I was going to say, because I remember by um, probably Christmas, obviously, because that's when I saw you. And like, I remember I was driving with my mom to pick my brother up from the airport and I like forced her to listen to Champagne Problems like multiple times. Cause I was like, you're not listening. You don't know what's happening right now. Like you yeah. need to hear what she's saying. So I know it like quickly jumped up, but it was funny that in this 2020 results, yep. it was not I, there. I forced my parents to listen to it. I was like, listen, I made them listen to Champagne Problems and Willow. And my parents were like, that was great. And they, they're not like big Swifties or anything, but like they really like Champagne Problems a lot. And I didn't know how they would feel about it because I thought maybe my mom just likes happy songs with like Willow better, but they both were like, no, Champagne Problems. Like that was a really great song. And even that song, when you slept over you, that's the song you rewrote and changed your lyrics to. And we were like, we're going to come up with our own songs. And we wrote like a track list. Wait, I, I rewrote champagne problems. I have a video of you. I have Can a you video send that of to you. Me? What in the fuck? Singing the lyrics that you made up for it. Oh, was it when we were doing, um, the affair? Yes. The affair. <laughs> we, this song just took me to a different world, man. It that it it it's just so good. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's incredible. And I what I love about it is it's the melody is so it draws you in so much and then the lyrics do too. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like oh it's a great melody and a fun song. It's like the melody is mesmerizing, the lyrics are mesmerizing and heartbreaking everything and yet simple like you have songs like ivy and maybe coney island that you kind of have to think about the lyrics a little bit so yeah. you have an evermore and you got to listen to them a couple times before you could be like whoa because they're yes, more poetic and, and figurative champagne problems beautiful lyrics stuff you can analyze for days like my Midas touch on your chevy door yet you still completely understand the story right from the beginning right like it's just yeah everything a song should ever no be i i hear you i when i was um like right before thanksgiving i went back to our school for a football game and my parents went with me <laughs> penn state penn state yeah Did, i just don't know we'll sometimes what we're revealing um oh well i have to oh yeah oh that's yeah. right we're gonna talk about it anyway today um yeah but like literally what less than a month ago i was out um in state college and i i drove me and my parents home from the game and I was listening to red Taylor's version. And I put the all too well, 10 minute version on when they both woke up from their naps. Cause I was like, now you, you have to, to listen. listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then 100%. I, I was saying how like, oh, this is where the normal bridge, like this was the original bridge and like, you know, getting into it. And my dad was like, what's a bridge. And I was like, <laughs> David, <laughs> let me introduce you. So to I started pulling songs and champagne problems was the very first one. Cause I was like, this will show you very specifically the melodic change in the song when you get to the bridge. And I was like, and this is one of her best. So you're welcome. So brace your freaking self. Mm -hmm. Did they like it? What did they say? You know, were they like that was they long? were like sleepy. Well, they had just listened to 10 Ugh. minute all too well. So it couldn't have been right. long. Well, how I, did they, how did they deal with, that's what I, sorry. I thought you were talking about that. How did they deal with all too well, 10 minutes? Oh, it was hilarious because the next song that came on, my mom was like, oh, is this the 10 minute one? And I was like, no mom we just listened to it and she was like oh and I was like didn't feel like 10 minutes huh and she was like no it didn't and I was like you know and I oh told them God, I was I gonna cry while I was singing it so I was like just ignore me 
and I would just get I'm lumps a, in my throat. I'm obsessed with your mom. She's she's something that's for sure. She's she really is something. She's great. She's great. She's just great. Hey mom, I know you're listening. Anyway. Okay, should I go two, three, four? Like just trying Number to call two. out a couple because they're all so close. Uh two, three, and four, sure. Yeah. It's so the go it went from two hundred and sixty-two votes and then two, three, and four have one thirty, one twenty seven, and one twenty. Wow. So they're real close. Okay. So I'm gonna I feel pretty good about two of them. Okay. So I'm going to go evermore and right where you left me. Um, you got one out of the two. Which one? Right where you left me. What? Got is technically number three. It got 127. Are you telling me evermore isn't up there? Evermore is not even close to being up there now. Jesus Christ. Um, Evermore got 53 votes. It's probably, I'll tell you what number it ranked, but keep, go ahead. I don't know if I want to continue because now I don't think I'm going to be able to get this right. Um, oh my God. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. Evermore got t- 10 or 11. Oh, I mean, they're still some of my very favorite, but they're songs. all very close. That's what I was just going to say. I, um, Okay, so uh, I'm doing it because I love it. Gold Rush. Nope. <laughs> I knew it. I, but I knew it probably wouldn't be. That's number. That's number five. Seth. Oh, okay. So okay, that, it's so not number. The, it's yeah. not the two, but that's the one that got 93 votes, which I knew you were gonna be happy about. That's why I was like, we gotta talk about the top five. Yeah, I would have never guessed these songs. The two songs that are here. I'm literally. I'm, like, I'm literally gonna go with Nobody, No Crime, and ca- Nope. Uh, okay, Cowboy Like and Me. And what else? Nope. Thank God. Um, Ivy and happiness. Ivy. Yeah. So Ivy got 120. So that's technically, Ivy was technically fourth place. Okay. Just give me two. Not happiness. Yeah. So the second, this was like the biggest shock to me. And um, uh, number two. Am I going to be happy? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm happy. And it's not though. Coney Island. Number two is Tis the Damn Season. Mm. And I thought, mm-hmm. I thought everybody hated that song. And I'm so I happy because like, I fucking love that song. But I remember like telling you, I was like, I love Twas the Dance Season and Dorothea, like, get me going. Mm. Like, obsessed. And I, I, for some reason, thought everyone hated those two songs because I remember everybody saying, like, Tis the Damn Season is like telling you to go back to your ex. Like, it has such a bad message. Or so blah, 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 false. Blah. It's not what it's telling you to do. Um, it's telling you that like, you know, let's have fun while I'm here. Let's do it. I don't know. Like, like, let, like I'm not here for long. Let's just have fun. Um, right. Um, I love Tis the Dance But yeah, season. wait, let's talk about it. So just to, okay. So Champagne Problems, number one. Yep. Technically number two is Tis the Dance season with 130. Fully support it. Then number three is right where you left me, 127. Number four is Ivy with 120 and number five is gold rush with 93 votes. See, Steph, this is what I'm talking about though. Cause like I, you know, I said it earlier that I was like, Oh, like I can't pick a bad song or like a song that I'd put below or anything above in evermore until like song 11. Right. Like, like they're so right. hot. Like tis the damn season is nine, but I love tis the damn season. And it was five right. a year ago. These songs are so good. I just, I put it, I just, I think my number four or five, um, cause it's tied. It's my number five. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, and I love how it's like the, 
um, like she's kind of high pitched for a while in the song. And then when like, we can call it even, and then she gets lower. I don't know. Mm, I love it. Weekend to the damn season. Write this down. (sighs) I freaking love it. I love it so much. And then the only comment on that, what somebody said about the song was, and I've said this, and it's, I think I thought this was obvious to people, but Tis the Damn Season is from Dorothea's perspective about going back to her hometown and seeing the guy who sings Dorothea. Yes. I, let me just, I don't, wait, actually, no, I don't know if I think the same way. What I think about it, and this might be the same thing, I just, my reading comprehension skills aren't great in this moment. When I am listening to Dorothea, it's, um, let's, let's give another name, Blake. Okay, so you have Blake and you have Dorothea. Mm -hmm. Blake is the one singing the song Dorothea. Mm -hmm. Dorothea. Like, hey, Blake is like, hey, Dorothea, do you ever stop and think about me? And Dorothea is like out on the town, like doing what she needs to do, like, like, you know, just live in large. And so then Dorothea is like, let me go back home for the weekend. Like, you know. Um, I need to go to my hometown. And then Dorothea sings Tis the Damn Season to Blake. Yes. Like, Blake has always been in love with Dorothea. And then Dorothea's like, road less traveled looks real no, good No, I was going to say, that's, I think it's, um, I, I absolutely, yes, that's 100% what the comment was saying too. I think. Right, okay. I just wanted to make sure because I confused the, myself reading The it. guy singing Dorothea is basically singing like. Blake. I just Blake, him. sorry. Call yes. Him, okay. Call me by his name. Blake. <laughs> Blake is singing about how he has probably always loved her yeah. and she left to become famous, but Hey, I'm still here. Whatever. Right. I think Dorothea sings tis the damn season. Like she says, road less traveled looks real good. Now it's, it's kind of like she's seeing the fake friends, the like whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, why didn't I stay here? with Blake like, or I why didn't it? I try with Blake so then when right. she's coming back it's kind of like we could call it even if yeah like you want to get down for the weekend and never appreciating you while you were there no, and, and that's why even... I don't think it's about going back to your ex I would even say that right they maybe never even dated like it might have just been I like totally they were agree. really close and she picked fame over making whatever they were uh, more making a move right she chose her career over love and and like maybe and like now Blake she's kind of regretting it because she doesn't feel like yeah, anything's real in her life and yeah like Blake never made like a full move he just like appreciated like loved her like didn't want to like step on her toes because he knew like you're gonna be a star like you're gonna be out doing your thing um and is it tis a damn season where does this connection make sense where it's like and my song my friends that'll write songs about me if I ever make it that's yep. tis a damn season yep. right yeah so that then makes a connection to Dorothea like you're going to be out and you're going to be big, like selling your magazine, like paper and magazines and whatever. Um, so it just like, well, right. That Cause connection. even like, even that part is saying like, my friends will write books about me if I ever make it right. Is that what yeah. it is? I think yep. it's basically yep. saying like the friends that I've made are only here for me if I have success. And now right. I'm thinking about the only person that was ever actually there for me. The yeah. only could tell the smile I'm faking. The heart I know I'm breaking is my own. Shut up. To leave the worst bad I've ever known. The only soul that knows the smiles that I'm faking. Because I love that. Like the juxtaposition of that is like, I have a lot of friends here, but they all seem fake to me. Versus like, you were very real. 
But that, and it also but the only <sighs> the only soul. I just need to reiterate that this line wrecks me. The only soul that knows which smiles, which I'm, smiles faking. I'm faking. Just Wonder let that. The only soul who can tell which smiles. Everybody, let and that I also, sink I mean, in. the line after it is so good too. The heart I know I'm breaking is my own. Shut the freaking heck! To leave the warmest bed I've ever known. Shoot up! I'm literally, I'm not kidding. <laughs> we could call <laughs> it even. <laughs> There are tears, there are tears in my eyes. <laughs> oh my God, I love this song. God, I love we it. We could call it even. <laughs> yours for the weekend. It's yes. so good. And I also think you're so right. In, um, <laughs> when we're both crying. I, um, I think you're so right to the point where it's like, maybe he never even made a move. Because Dorothea sounds like such a childlike song. Uh, Dorothea has such like a innocence to it where it's like, you know what? Maybe they never went there in high school and then she's coming back and it's like, let's, let's go there, buddy. And then she doesn't want to leave the warmest bed she's ever known. Oh, shut up. I just love it. You're right. It's so good. All right. It's so good. All right. right, What was three? Right where you left me. Brilliant. Right where you left me. Oh, great. I'm going to just cry even (laughs) more. This one's really happy. (laughs) I'm so I'm so excited. This is my can we just get to this rush? I'm just kidding. I oh god. So oh god, I this song is maybe like I couldn't even choose what my number one song is between this and Champagne Problems and um um sometimes Willow, but like I go back and forth with Willow just because and someone said it on Willow, Willow gets drowned out because it was a single, so there's so many remixes that it just it's yeah. easy to get like sick of it, but like I I love Willow, but right where you left me has moved me to a place that I've never been in my life. Um, it's so do you so want to speak good. on that stuff? Cause I have so many thoughts. You want me to start with right where you left me? Yeah. Start. Cause I'm scrolling down to the comments. Um, I don't really know what to say about this song, except like, I feel like so many people can relate to like feeling stuck and everyone else is moving forward, but you're not. Yep. And it's just kind of like, okay, here I am, right, right where I was before, right where you left exactly me. Where I was. Everybody's. I mean, I also just kind of like, I kind of love how it just starts with like, friend break up, friends get friends married. Get married. I love it. Strangers get bored and strangers get, get buried. buried. That's kind of dark. <laughs> friend change rumors fly through skies but i'm right away anyway it's so good i remember when it came out i was listening to the cd because the bonus tracks hadn't come out so i bought the two of us a cd i i searched the target app and i was like i I don't care how far i have to drive in the state of new jersey i will get i will get this cd for us so i did but you couldn't listen to it until you came to visit me like a couple days later or a week later. So I was like, Steph, you don't understand how good the bonus tracks are. I've never been like, we could, we were able to read the lyrics. Um, but that's it. And I was like, it is so freaking good. The second that I heard it, I couldn't stop listening to it. And, um, I remember I said to you, I was like, I literally in October wrote, I'm not going to read it. I wrote a poem that, has the exact same concept mm-hmm. as 
right where you left me and it literally shook me to my core i said am i taylor swift like are we the same person because it was like it it as you said so many people can relate to that feeling of feeling stuck and feeling like right everybody else is moving on and living their lives and it and doesn't like, I can't move I can't escape from that from the same thought process that I have when is it going to be me that finally feels like oh I've accepted this I've healed and I've moved on well, and it right. wasn't until December I told you that I was consistently yeah. happy that I felt like I healed but like back in October September when I wrote it I was like I'm going to be stuck in this place forever I'm well stuck. yeah and I think and, and it's it's great too, because like, yes, in the context of the song, she's kind of talking about like, obviously a relationship that she is stuck on, even though that other person's moving forward, but like, it can be so many different things. Like I remember listening to this song and thinking about how I was stuck in my job and I was like, I don't like what I'm doing. And I feel like I am miserable right? and I don't know what to do about it. Cause everybody else I'm seeing is enjoying what they're doing. And I'm right. stuck. Like, I was like, I can't, so like it wasn't even about, um, right. It doesn't a have relationship. to be about like, it was like a relationship that you feel like you haven't moved on. Right. Exactly. I remember I wore like, I, I wrote like the line, like I'm stuck in the cold place where you left me was one of the lines that I wrote. Yeah. And then I wrote like, yeah, Steph, I was literally there December 18th. Cause that's the week before Christmas. Oh, so you so I think you listened to it a few times. And then when I was leaving your house, you're like, you have to go right to the yeah. track. Like, so it was like only a day that right. I had, but, um, I literally wrote, yeah, I said, like, I'm stuck in the cold place where you left me. And then another line that I wrote was, um, a wizard, a wizard. Like you, Bless you're you. like a wizard. You can, oh, I'm um, yeah. I like, you know what yeah. I, I was shooketh because I said this, this, what, who is right. this song is everything because it Amazed. also made me not feel sad it makes you it's like a it's like forever winter like it's the most Ugh. it's the saddest song but doesn't make me feel sad it makes I me know. feel happy it has an upbeat i will have the same vibe. i i honestly have the same sentiment for happiness i know it's much more mellow song and we well actually we might not talk about it, so i'll just like throw that in here now yeah happiness is such a mature breakup song that it throws me every time and i'm obsessed with it it's just, just so like good. you messed up but i messed up too you'll find someone eventually that's me or like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not me. You haven't found me yet. I haven't found me yet. But when you do find the new me, I'm happy for you. And it's just like, right, exactly. <sighs> no, we will. There's a lot of comments about happiness. Okay, so cool. don't worry. Then I'll, then I'll shut up. But, um, there isn't even a happy ending to right where you left me. It's just sad. Oh. But it doesn't make me feel sad because it makes you feel like, wow, I'm not the only one that feels this way. Thank right. God. Oh my God. I'm not alone. I'm not I know. alone. Like we all feel like we're stuck, but it 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 broke me when it's like um, oh, what what's the part of the song, the bridge when it says like, did you ever hear about you, the you girl who that got you... frozen? Who got frozen? Time went on for everybody frozen else. Time. She won't know it. She's still in twenty three inside her fantasy. No, but uh, the the part that's the the girl that's stuck in delusion yes. I'm like did you uh, did you hear about the girl who lives in delusion breakups happen delusion. every day you don't have to lose it have to lose she's still 23 yeah, i also wrote a poem about how yeah how i was delusional but um not even that part though that's not what i was talking about i just remembered that no when it's and i was at the restaurant when i was still the one you want uh, that part breaks my heart and then also the part when it's like you told me that you met someone just like that feeling of being stuck and having uh, yeah, let me re disgusting. You know hope what? That 
Go ahead. I'm going to read that part because it happens right after the breakups happen every day. You don't have to lose it. Like the end of the bridge at the restaurant. When I was still the one you want cross-legged in the dim light, everything was just right. I could feel my mascara run. You told me that you met someone. Oh my God. Glass shattered on the white cloth. Everybody moved on. Steph. Help. Um, still. And then help. The fact that she's. Exactly. The help. Calling out for help. They say what a sad sight. I cannot tell you how much I really Dust collected on my pinned up hair. And how many times I held on to this disgusting. Faithless hope. That. One day, I hear you. it'll happen. One day it'll happen. One day it's gonna come back around, and my only like this the back like the in the pit of my mind was, what's gonna happen as soon as I see a post, and it's like a girlfriend, oh, or as uh, soon oh, as yeah. I like see this person again, and he's gonna be like, oh like this is oh yeah yeah oh Steph like this is my girlfriend. Barbara, I don't know. Why oh, my head. Is he into older <laughs> I, I don't women? Know. And he's an older woman. Literally, and, um, will be shocked. This is like Barbara. my girlfriend Barbara, and like the pit. Even thinking that that could happen, sickened. Like so, hearing that line, I was like, "Oh my yeah. god! No, oh I, my god! Oh!" It's so funny too because like that song. Like, if I played that song for my mom, she would think, "What if? What a nice song!" Because it's upbeat. Right. She would never you would, like, really you, to I would be able to tell immediately if she was listening to the lyrics or not. If she said, well, that was nice verse. Oh, cause it literally it ends with you left me no choice, but to stay here forever. You left me, you left me, she didn't but you on. left she me no did. choice. She's just stuck. Oh God. She's it's paralyzed. such a good song. I can't. Okay. So, I can't. It's so good. Okay. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. I, because I love it too much. Let's move on um, to another one that I super, 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 super love. Ivy. Ivy. Okay. Yes. Immediately the first time I listened, like I said, conversely to Champagne Problems, I had no idea what I was listening to until I like read I was it. I was kind of similar with Ivy. I think it, it took me a little bit, except no, I knew what it was about because when I listened to I it, I no was idea. like, oh, this is like illicit affairs. But then that was it. Oh, good for you. I didn't, li- I, I didn't, nothing else happened. It, you know, what's so weird stuff now that I'm thinking about it. Cause you were like, champagne problems was easy to recognize. And like yeah. Coney Island takes a few more listens. I loved Coney Island right away. I was like, what a song. No, no, no. Not about liking it or no, I know, but I like, like, I felt like I understood Coney the... Island right away, but for some reason oh. it took me a week for champagne problems to really flick in there. Like to understand it. You... No, <sighs> with Ivy stuff. I literally was like, oh, like now I'm covered in you. Like you took my pain in the palm of your hand. Like this is a sweet love song. And I like sent it. I'm like, my cousin Deirdre was like, I don't really like Evermore that much. Like I like folklore so much better. Like, I don't know. I can't really relate to the songs. And I was like, um, have you listened to Willow or Long Story Short or Ivy? And she texts me. She goes, Ivy's about an affair question mark. And like yep. sent me like, not, not the and same. I was like, no it isn't and then I like read the lyrics I was like well that's just like one way to look at it but like also like you could think about it as like the person that you love like taking your pain and like healing you wait a minute where's (laughs) my where's my line I'm looking for right now I didn't get because I I am dying that you're trying to take anything other than it being an affair (laughs) Steph I was like no like I'm covered in how's one to know how's one to know 
I'd live and die for moments that we stole on begged and borrowed time. So tell me to run or dare to sit and watch what will become and drink my husband's wine. Well, like maybe he's her husband. Like maybe like she's singing about her husband. That's that's no, I saying. understand. <laughs> Steph, I understand my fault. I understand it, but just listening to it, like I wasn't connecting hey, the beg and borrow time. In the, the palm of your freezing hand, taking mine, but it belongs to another. Yes, because what I thought originally was that like somebody else hurt me and you are healing me. That is what I thought. My pain belongs to somebody okay. else. You didn't hurt me. Somebody else did and you are healing me. And now I'm covered in you. Now I'm not sad anymore because you have healed me. And I didn't. Yes, the husband's wine line. I agree. Where? <laughs> what was I? You thinking? were listening to it and you thought, huh? But it's still, it's still <laughs> but I just healing. let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I just let it go. I just said what it, I just I, I liked the part that it's like you healed my pain. That's what I got out of it until my cousin was like, what are you talking about? This isn't about an affair. And I was like, what are you stupid? I'm an English teacher. I feel like it's so <laughs> very clearly about it's an so affair. funny, too, because I feel like when like. When I think about illicit affairs in Ivy, it's like she obviously illicit affairs came first, but then I feel like she was just kind of like, you know, I still like this concept. I'm just going to make yeah. it a lot more poetic. Yes, exactly. Like I'm going to throw a lot more in here that you don't know right away that it's an illicit affair. Like, like right, how she says, right, like, right, right. no, like, you know, what, what is it? Um, in illicit affairs, she has so many clues of like, Oh yeah. You Make know, sure nobody sees, sees you leave. leave. Yes. So it's just kind of like, it's like, flush when you return. it's like, let me just like do it again, but let me make it a lot more vague and metaphorical, but I'm yes. doing it again, folks. We're doing a similar song again. And I love I it. Do, I love all the imagery. I love the symbolism in the I mean, song. It's, it's, it is a beautiful song that could be analyzed for days. I mean, the simple, the fact that she uses Ivy. That's what I was just gonna say. The simple fact of like, my house of stone and your ivy grows and now I'm covered in you. And it's like her house of stone is her probably failing marriage or like unhappy marriage, whatever it is. Right. But then this guy, his ivy grows, he kind of creeps into her heart mm-hmm. and it was over. House tainted. But also drinking the ivy, wine. like you're, it's poison ivy. Like True. it's poison, but you're, I'm covering you and there's no, True. You, it gets started. And then I'm just like, it's, it's, it sounds beautiful. Like the Ivy, it's like, you would almost want to name your child that it is a nice name, but really Ivy is poisonous. You know what, Stephanie? They call poison I'm Ivy like skimming through the lyrics right now. What? Bring, oh, bring. Like, listen, I didn't, I didn't read the lyrics. <laughs> I, know, I was just listening to the it's song. It's so funny now when you look. When I read the lyrics, when you just sent it to me and I read the lyrics, I said, oh, oops. Spring breaks loose. The time is near. What would he do if he found us out? Shut up. I didn't. No, I didn't think about it. I just, I, I literally I, listen, I just loved it. the palm. You take my pain in the palm and now I'm covered in you. And I was like, that's so sweet. This song is actually also sneaky long. There's like two bridges in it. Oh, we got to talk about the bridge. I have the lyrics up. I have the lyrics up here for the song. Cause the, the bridge. It's a fire. That it's one, right? It's a goddamn right? blaze in my life, but you blaze in the dark and you started it. But wait, it starts. Wait, wait, wait. 
No, there's um, di- like it's like two different sections. So yeah, it's a fire. It's a goddamn blaze in the dark, and you started it. It's at the very end. She has like two bridges in the song. That's why I said it's like sneaky long, because the clover blooms in the field up in the middle of the song feels like a bridge, but then she hits you with the so yeah, it's a fire that verse or bridge right before she brings you back out. Yeah, it's a war. It's the goddamn fight of, fight my, of life. my life. But you started it, like please uh taylor stop Uh, now it's funny too because ivy and illicit affairs for me have like two such excellent bridges that like i can't um i don't know i love them both so much the illicit affairs one though i I think it's the emotion in her voice that sells the bridge more for me than the actual lyrics but the ivy bridge is the lyrics you know what i mean oh yes i don't know i i I don't know 100 percent um, but Ivy, it's there's not one line that can really be taken literally. Which no, I think that's is what beautiful. I think is amazing about it. Yeah, it's such a beautiful song. And um, my roommate Alex even said, like, I remember when she texted us, she was like, "This was her favorite song right off the bat." She's like, "This should be a single." I don't even know what the lyrics mean. It's just so nice to listen to. It, it is very, very nice to listen to. Um, and okay, I also love the line. I wish to know the fatal flaw that makes you long to be magnificently cursed. I love that line for so many reasons. I love just the way that the language flows, the words flow together, how it sounds, but also as a, as an English teacher, Mm -hmm. I love the idea of a fatal flaw. And I talk about that with my students to no end. And just in case anyone, um, a fatal flaw ultimately is your, it's a personality trait that is the reason for your own downfall. Right. So basically like your greed or your blind love for somebody, uh, you love somebody so much that you end up like sacrificing yourself and your own health because you love somebody else. Or you could have had everything you want. Like you have your, um, all Shakespeare's plays, any Shakespearean tragedy that you have, you have your main character that could have had everything, but they have a fatal flaw that tears them down. Mm-hmm. Like they are the reason for their own downfall. So she's saying there, like, I want to know, like, what is your fatal flaw? Like, what is it in your personality that makes you want to be magnificently cursed? That is just like, why do you have to be the way that, you, why are you the way that you why, are? Toby, but she why are you the way it, that you are? Why are you the way that you are? But she just says it so beautifully. The, I just I wish to and know. And it's also interesting too because you wonder when she's saying that, um, is it like the fatal flaw that makes you want to be magnificently cursed? Is the is the magnificently cursed parts of him the reason they aren't actually fully together? Like, has is this a long running thing that like she had to just choose someone different because he's been this flawed person that can't right. figure it out and like what is right. that um she they can't fully be together because of something right with him and she's like what is it that we can't really i be? yes uh, right i also love the very first like i guess i'd call it the pre-chorus um and the old widow goes to the stone every day but i don't i just sit here and wait grieving for the living because it's like i'm grieving for you because I cannot be with you fully because I'm freaking married, but you're here. Right. So I'm grieving for you because I don't get to be with you. Just like a widow is grieving for her husband. That's passed away. Right. But you're still here, but I'm still stuck. 
But then also the, the flip of that too, she's grieving for the husband that still exists right. and still alive. Right. Exactly. It could be both. It could be grieving for the living in terms of her husband, like get it away right. or grieving There's for just- the living in terms of her lover where it's like, I'm grieving because I can't be with you. All right. Should I send this to my students and make them analyze yes. it? Okay. Let's see if, let's see. Oh, they would never, they would it'd be like, what the pooping fart is this? <laughs> um, but the, okay. I don't, I really honestly, like I haven't thought much into it, but I just, I, I just want to read the comments to this because I just feel like I should, because I want to read all the comments at Ivy is the most saff sapphic thing I've ever heard and I'm obsessed with it and then that goes along with the one that I read before that said like whatever and Ivy is gay I looked up I've never heard that word before I'm looking over now it means gay related it means lesbian lesbian. and I was like huh so are we saying that it's a uh, it's a girl that we're singing about it it being a yeah, through a queer perspective. If you think of it through a queer perspective, and I was like, "Well, I don't get. I don't. I, I don't get. I don't get." No, it. I think that that actually does play because if you're a person that is hiding their true identity as a a, so a lesbian, rather than an affair, rather than an affair. well, it could still be an affair. Well, it would be an affair, but an affair with a woman, right? Exactly. But you, you truly like, right? You, this woman that you're with is who you want to be with because you actually don't even find your husband attractive because you're into women. So maybe that's the whole like grieving for the living, fatal flaw. Like that definitely tracks you. uh, I know a hundred percent. If I was a lesbian, 1000%, I am absolutely taking it like that. Yeah. If you were, if you were a lesbian, a closeted lesbian and had a husband right I mean right but even right even if you're not closeted like even if you're just a lesbian you could take it that way because you you probably understand the moments when you used to feel like you couldn't say you were a lesbian when you were once like that yeah when you maybe once were hiding it like hiding your sexuality like I do I definitely think obviously whatever your sexuality is that's probably how you're taking the song right like I'm taking it as a girl cheating with a dude her husband on a dude but like Right. I totally understand if you're gay or lesbian, you're taking it as right. right. I would have liked, like, obviously they wouldn't know to like expand on that, but I would like to hear like an expansive me too. Like, like what would it, what specifically was there something that drew you to it? That was just like, okay, why is illicit affairs then not the same way that Ivy is like, what about Ivy? Is there some imagery or symbolism there that we're not picking or- up on? I would also be interested to hear if they have that same take for gold rush. Yeah, I have, there was another, one other song that they said was, um, uh, listening to it through, no, tolerate it. Well, I, I, I actually, I maybe, I don't know. I I'll, I'll get to it. Cause it's in the comments somewhere, but it, it wasn't gold rush, but it would be interesting because I could see, I could see you taking gold rush the same way. Well, let's talk about, well, gold that's rush what I was thinking. I was thinking five. it was a good segue. Oh, no, nobody left any comments about gold rush interestingly enough but it's number five amazing song i'm gonna repost the tiktok of this girl right here vibing to the song not me love other stuff love gold rush um here's the thing though it's not necessarily the lyrics in gold rush that get me like i'm not necessarily attached to the meaning of the song like right like oh everybody wants you I don't like, right. I don't like that everybody's rushing to you because you're the it factor. I don't really care right. about that. 
I just love this jam. Like I just love like when it comes on. I it's also because I think it starts off so weird. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, when it's like mythical, sort of it's like magical, like gleaming. And I'm like, where are we? And then it's like, I don't gold rush gold. literally where i literally when the, the first time i heard that song because i was like i was literally sitting there like what is this where are we going with this song and then it hits you with the like the beat and i was like oh, i'm dead i love yeah, everything Steph- about this let's talk about number one willow number two champagne problems number three gold rush number four tis a damn season where you, are we you knew i said i know i know you knew we were in for a real freaking album, bro oh. what the freaking heck dude god dude but it's and it's a great song and i like i love the concept of it i agree i don't like a gold rush like i want you to say yeah i think he's attractive but i don't want a guy that everybody's Everybody's after after. like sorry i'm gonna tap out of that competition i would never go on the bachelor that couldn't be me i would say i'm sorry you take him i am not competing i don't want a gold rush Right. I don't. However, I do want, like, it would be cool if they're like, oh, like, cute. Like, he's, you guys are so cute. Like, he's a cutie. Like, yay. Right. But, but yeah, see, I do not want a gold rush. I agree with you, Taylor, or whoever the speaker of the song is, because we cannot assume that it's Taylor. Right. But this is what, like, I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm, like, so off on this. But, like, I guess when I'm thinking about this song, too, like, couldn't it be for any sexuality? Oh, a hundred percent. Right? Like I think I mean anything can be just like just like I always say, I can relate any song to myself. To myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like I related Ivy to myself somehow. <laughs> I was like, no, like I love the concept of like literally never had an affair. I mean, it's in your hand. Right. Like I I relate to illicit affairs. Like and I've never had an affair before, mm-hmm. never been a part of one. And um, I, I remember I told you when we went through champagne, pro- I, not champagne problems, when we went through Evermore. <laughs> I'm so crazy. <laughs> I made Steph sit there through every song. And I said, let me tell you how every song relates to my my life. And we went through every song. And I said, this you know, makes, makes me think of this because blah, blah, blah. You know, and it was actually so all, funny. all about Burger King. But right. But you know what is actually so funny about Burger King or 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 that concept in general? Yeah. I don't know if there's a single song on Evermore that I actually when I listen to it put myself in. Besides maybe in like just, Willow when it's like that's my man. You do that all the time other than say 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 stuff and I'm that's what I'm saying. No, like, but I no but that's the thing. Though. No, like, I will take one lyric, one line. No, but there are like, songs I want to know will. what your fatal flaw is because like why aren't you with me? Like why No, but like I I understand you? what you're saying but like there are definitely songs that I take and think about a certain situation or a certain person. But I don't think I do it if the song like if I'm still supposed not to not even long story short no uh, long story short I, long story short makes me think too much about her situation oh to make me put yeah. up with myself you know what I mean um no but I think it depends like because I, I can still go back to songs on red or songs on speak now or songs on 1989 that make me feel very specific to my life at the time right I think with evermore I can't make myself go back to uh, like a, a, like, I guess the old things, like, like 
in folklore and evermore the one was probably the one song where i was like oh i see this because i feel like it could be like how like me talking to kale or me talking to right. steve like you watched my story by the way i didn't respond what a pitch i went through fighting his head let me look at every penn stater that looked at my story and didn't respond and you're now on my i'm you're not my friend anymore what a whore um yeah but anyway no but that's like i i think if a song can directly relate to like a thing i'm feeling at the moment then i'll stick with that and that's gonna be what like what it is but that is i don't know for like evermore there wasn't a song that specifically felt like oh i'm going through this right now so right. then I never, it never, I never tried to fit it in, I guess. I would say like, I wish I was like that. Like I absolutely commend you for that. But at the same time, that is why I love Taylor Swift so much is because I can literally be like, oh, that's exactly how I feel. And that's, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it. I get too stuck in like the time period when I'm yeah. listening to them, like listening to it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah, for sure. No, I know. Like I seriously, I know exactly what you mean. Right. I don't feel that, but I, I can understand right. it right. from a distance. Yeah. Weird. I can understand it from a distance. Um, yeah, but no, like I wishes, but also part of me is like, no, cause otherwise I, I wouldn't love it as much. Like that's the only part I don't understand about you is like, how do you get so emotional about it? If you don't, I like, don't know Seth, it. but like, I also I don't know. I know, like, you know how, like, we talk about all the time how, like, we're, like, empaths? Yeah, I guess I we're think... two different ty- kind of empaths. I'm, like, a, I'm a selfish one, and you're just, like, a good one. I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think there's, like, selfish versus good, but, like. We really just went off on a tangent there. We were talking about Gold Rush. How did we get here? Because I said I don't have much to say about the actual lyrics of Gold Rush. <laughs> I, like, I don't. We can go to the next song. I just love Gold Rush. It's still it's a favorite. great Guys, it's a great it's song. It's still one of my favorites. I just don't Even have though we the... barely talked I'm about sorry. it. It's, I'm sorry, Gold Rush. It's great. I love that she uses, what I will say is I love that she uses gold so much with love. Gold Rush, Midas Touch on your Chevy door. That's your golden touch. Because like Midas. Daylight, yeah. Daylight. I just, I love that, um, that she uses that motif again and I again. Agree. I love it. And so I think that's beautiful. I love, it's also, the whole song is a metaphor. Love that. Uh, I mean, it was my top song a year ago. Historical metaphor. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. 1949. History. Anyway. Yeah, no. Great. It was my top song a year ago. It only slid to three now. So I. Oh, I'll tell you where I love everything about it. I just, it, I just don't have, I don't need the lyrics. I don't know. It's so weird. I have a weird, a weird obsession with that song. Cause it's not like the lyrics that, that get me. And that usually is why. Yeah. yeah like it's no, usually the lyrics, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, people will know once I repost that video, um, yeah. gold rush is number seven for me. Okay. So next question. Oh my God. I know. It's been almost Steph, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm well aware. What is your least favorite song on ever? So I'm saying this. First of all, I'm going to. I'm going to say maybe I would say Marjorie because I feel like okay. people vote it because they don't like listening to it because it's too sad. But I think it's closure. It's closure. Yes. Marjorie's not even up there. I don't well, even know where Marjorie is. I just I didn't know because it. like, to be fair, Marjorie's like my most skip song on Evermore because I will sob every time I listen to I it. I would have guessed that was in your top three. It was last year. 
you were obsessed you have quotes you have it literally i have quotes on my wall yeah i know that's a great song um it's fantastic i just can't listen to it i literally cry every time 23 percent of people 103 people i think that is the most voted for least favorite song um in terms of so i 23 percent i understand it because evermore is such a strong album and it's a very different song that being said yes sound um that being said i was sad i I voted for yeah i love the song i did vote for it as my least favorite and i was sad too i literally was like wait is there another song i could vote for here no i was gonna say it wasn't my least favorite voted for song it's actually it is the one i skipped from the bottom but i love the song and i love the message and i also love she does this with a couple songs um on evermore and on folklore that the music is ironic and everything is ironic everything is symbolic down to the melody down to the lyrics down to everything it's not just the lyrics that we're listening it listening to you have to listen to everything Mm -hmm. and so the pots and the pans and the weird like you feel disjointed when you're listening to it it's because she's saying i don't want your closure it's not a song that's supposed to feel like closure it's a song that's supposed to feel all over the place because that's what she wants that person to feel. I don't mm-hmm. want you to feel closure. I do not. I don't want you to feel that at all. I want you to feel like, ah, and which I think is so artistic yeah. and takes it beyond being a singer and a songwriter. I think this just takes her to another level. To be I, honest. I agree. I, um, no, I really like closure. And since you mentioned, and I, I'm going to sort of jump around, I guess, since I know we've been talking for way too long about all these songs, but like, since you brought up closure and this other song that I feel like reminds me of closure is not in any of the tops or whatever, um, evermore when, well, I, we're going to talk about evermore stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I'll, I'll be quiet, but that has a similar, like when you get to the, Oh, Oh, you know, that part, Boney Bear's part. Right. But yeah, no, just like Evermore, also like peace, but on on folklore. Um, but the the comments here are closure has such a unique sound and dissonance that I think people overlook it because they aren't used to it. Yes, absolutely. Closure is good, is what somebody. Wrote. I agree. I also agree, even though I I'm the one that voted for it as my least favorite. I love the personal reference and lyrics of closure, but it always throws me off with the over overall flow of the album. Fair. Yep. I think closure is criminally underrated. I think the pots and pans are art. Agree. And anyone that is not able to get past them needs to grow up. I love when people tell others to grow up. Like it just, I think it's so funny and it can never get old. Um, yeah, I think I voted for closure as most underrated. I think. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, no, but I totally agree. And, and you're the one that were like, I think that this happened. I think they literally sent her a letter and she's just like fuck you f you yeah. i don't need your closure right. look what i'm doing like go listen to red taylor's version thank you very much and i love that and i love it for art purposes um but i agree i'm not gonna just like i'm not skipping it as much as i'm skipping other songs on other albums but i'm definitely skipping yeah That's i'm I'll probably say. i'm tr- i'm probably skipping it sometimes too the next least favorite song was dorothea I'm not, uh, but the- it drops from 50, from 103 votes to 50 votes. So like, it was very uh, much yeah, obviously huge gap. closure. I, I'm not surprised by that. Cause Dorothy is a little bit low on my list, but I I'll love Dorothy. 
like it, it's not, it's not that I don't like it because I do love like tis the damn season and Dorothea going together is just, we've talked about this obviously, but yeah, I love it. So it, I don't know why it goes so low on my list. Yeah, well, I think it's just cause I, there's so many songs that I just listen to and like more. I know. I, I think that's you. literally the only reason why it ends up at the bottom of my list. But a lot of people, somebody, somebody wrote like, I'm sorry for putting Dorothea as my least favorite. Dorothea is in my top. Obviously that was my most listened to song apparently on Evermore in the entire year. But, um, it's my number four track of all time. It's above Tis the Damn Season, but I put them together wow. like they're four and five. Um, somebody wrote, which I listened to and I, I kind of agree, but I didn't know the song before. Dorothea sounds too much like Ophelia by the Lumineers in the name and sound. Definitely same concept. Here's the thing. I'm obsessed with Dorothea. I relate to this song so much. I sing this song to Burger King. King. And he sings Tis the Dance Season to me in my fantasy. Okay? Just Get leave it. me alone. And so, with that being said, obviously, I am I relate to myself. But I just think it's such a beautiful song. Like, do you ever think about me? Um, and I wrote this comment, I think. I commented myself and I wrote Dorothea equals stay beautiful. So stay beautiful is another one of my favorite songs of all time. And it's the exact same concept. Oh, it, is. it really is. Like I never really thought about you that. You are looking back on something and you're just like, do you ever think about me? I hope that no matter what, like you, you're going to be out there chasing your dreams and I want the best for you. I wish no ill will on you it didn't work out between us and that's fine right and i want you to chase your dreams but if one day you you have everything that you want and you want to come back like not that i'm waiting for you yeah, but like but I'll, I'm here I'll be here and like yeah i'm always gonna be here for you even if i'm moved on and i'm married and whatever like you are somebody that i just have such a soft spot in my heart for and i will always have love for you mm -hmm. and i just think it is just such a sweet song. Oh, I, and, I, yeah, I agree. And I just, I hate that it doesn't get that, that it was like number two least favorite because it's so sweet. And so the part that when she says like, are you still the same soul? I met under the bleachers mm -hmm. gets me to the part where it's like, uh, into the damn season that we were talking about when we both cried, like you're the only soul that knows yes. which smiles I'm faking. Right. Are you that same soul because you've moved on and um, a tiny screen's the only place I see you now? Like, I only see you on social media. I know. And, and it's so, so crazy, too, because, like, last kiss vibes. But yeah. Yeah. But, like, when he says, like, are you still the same soul I met under the bleachers? And it's like, she's saying that she is, but she seems like she's not because of the fanfare around her now. But, like, she's right. saying, you're the only person that ever knew me. Person? So she is, yeah. you know, she's still I her. Know. And you just, I don't know. but are you still the same soul? Like, are you still that same person? I don't know. I just love that song so freaking much. And I hate anyone that, I don't. um, I, I understand. Cause I voted for closure as my least favorite and I don't actually hate the song, but like, it's just so sweet. I agree. So I just had to get a bit justice. Okay. Most underrated songs have, what are, what are you thinking? This one's close. There's two that are very close. We got 53 votes and then 50 votes. Is Evermore in there at all? Uh, not in the top two. No, I'm so upset. Um, it's time to go in Coney Island. Uh, it's not, it's time to go. Um, but Coney Island got second place with 50 votes and first place was cowboy like me. <laughs> That's my bottom bitch. I uh, don't like that song. I, I, we don't have to talk that much about cowboy like me. 
Um, but I do love the song because I, I don't know. I think it's fun. I, I love the, the, the melody to it. I love when she says perched in the dark, tell you about the ranch. Anyway, love that. I love, it's about two con artists and it's such a story and it could be literally a film, but at the same time, you don't have to take it literally. Like, don't take it as two con artists. Take it, take it as like somebody that like you just see them for who they are and you see their heart because you have the same heart and you're like, bro, it takes one to know one. Like, don't even try me because like I know you because I am you. And so like, don't even. And the line like you hang from my lips like the garden of bat, like the gardens of Babylon. Like, shut the frick up, beautiful mind. Don't talk to me anymore beautiful beautifully written i i know it's your least favorite but i understand why people say it's underrated because i think people are like oh too but i feel like people put out for cowboy like me more than they do dorothea well i guess it's because they actually don't like dorothea i guess what do you mean like Like, i feel like i feel like i have such a hot take that i don't like cowboy like me right because and there are so I feel like there's a ton there's of so defenders many people everywhere. You either love or you hate it. Yeah, that's probably true. Dorothea just falls in the middle. Like people just voted for because right. they didn't know what else to vote for as their bottom. Yeah. yeah so so it's, the, it's one of those, it's funny because like we were just talking about how it's weird that I can relate to songs, but I guess this is where I take songs more literally, where I'm like, right. I can't relate to this. And I don't necessarily yeah. actually love it, like the the melody of it. Or like the rhythm, I guess oh, I yeah. should say. Personally. I like that, but I don't, I don't. Dun, 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 dun. I just don't really care for it. And yeah. then when I can't relate to it or, or figure out how to relate to it, then it's just, I, it's, it's my bottom then. So I understand why people voted for it as the most underrated because I think, I don't think that it's underrated because I think enough people love it. Right. Um. Let me see. So for example, Cowboy Like Me, for the top got 78 votes yeah. so it probably would have fallen six or seven so it's not really underrated it falls in the middle but because the people that don't like it really don't like it that's why people are like no it's underrated but it's yeah, really not actually true. that underrated that's a good point yeah i also would say this in a different way about coney island which then only got three votes less for being underrated I agree. I think it's underrated because it is a beautiful song. It is beautifully written. There is, she doesn't miss at all in that song. Yes. Um, however, I don't think anybody hates Coney Island. So I don't think it's underrated. I don't, well, think I was going to say, but I, I guess that's, above- I guess it all depends on how you define underrated because like to me, actually, I don't even know if maybe I voted for Dorothea instead of closure. But like to me, underrated is like songs that aren't talked about enough. Right. Not necessarily, think, oh, they're polar, like they're polarizing songs. Like right. a close. I like, feel like Coney Island gets talked about like a lot. That's why I wouldn't oh, I in my brain. I'm like, it's not discuss- underrated. Can you point me to these I feel discussions because like I need to get in there. Yeah, I'll tag you. They're like Coney Island, and it's like everybody breaking down the lyrics to which uh X's it's well, about. I do this love that. Harry Styles, this is Calvin yeah. Harris. This is Calvin Harris. This is this, this is that. And um and the line i keep seeing over and over is like are you the rogue that coaxed am i am i the rogue or are you the rogue that coaxed me into paradise and then left you there like uh i feel like i've seen that beautiful line by the way but mm-hmm. i feel like i've seen that analyzed broken down taken apart yeah i guess that's so true many times that i'm like we've talked about it so much so maybe by the general public it's underrated but not by swifties however it did only get 
49 votes. So it got less votes than Cowboy Like Me, which got 78 votes. So Coney Island is more underrated, statistically speaking. Yeah, I guess I just think of underrated songs as those middle of the road ones. You know what I mean? But Um, but I also... The next... Yeah. Well, the only thing... Right where you left me, but obviously it's not underrated because it got, like, number two. But what I will say is actually the most underrated, statistically speaking, and this makes me kind of sad, it got the least amount of votes for most liked. Everything got it. Um, It was not least favorite, nor was it most underrated. People quite literally forget about this song. Um, It's time to go. I was actually going to say, we need to talk about that song song before we wrap. Um, I also just need to say right now that Coney Island is my number one song. Um, oh, it's from, number one from Evermore. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I love his voice in it. I can't. It's a great song. I can't it's, get over it's it. In the middle for me, but like I, I love it. But my middles are like my number twos, basically. But that's what so I'm saying. Bad. Like that's like my rankings are doing weird shit. Like it was eight last year, and now it's one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's. Uh, I don't need to talk about it. Let's go to. It's time. Nobody even left a. Nobody even left a comment on it's. It's time to go. Nobody said any words. I don't I'm like get it. This song is beautiful. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's I about moving on. I don't get that because I think it's time to go is one of her like. I mean, similar to right where you left me, where it's like, wow, you can relate to this or like this feeling that maybe was never described in song, obviously, but like. Sometimes giving up is the strong thing. Sometimes to run is the brave thing. Sometimes walking out is the one thing that will find you the right thing. How many times yeah. are you freaking told in your life? Don't give up. Like right. you can do it. Just give it, just stay, stick with it. You'll get there. And it's like, no, maybe sometimes I should just give up. And I like how she kind of gives you the examples, right? That's the strong thing. That's a break. Yes. It's, and it's like, cause you're, you're I, told your whole life that you're weak. If you give up on something or like, you know, like whatever that is. And it's like, actually, no, sometimes giving up is actually what you're supposed to do. And it's, she gives so many examples. So it's about exactly. a relationship, but then she also gives like a very direct and clear example about Scott Bruschetta, like, and Carly is this a song that says that you have my my yes my so hidden in a glass case or something like that yeah right because she she starts with carly the lyrics um, good. yeah she starts with carly claus and calling her out for giving scooter information about taylor because she says when the words of the sister come back and whispers that the proof she was not in fact was she seemed not a twin from your dreams she's a crook who was caught because she was like giving scooter information about her about taylor right. and then later yeah right 15 years, 15 million tears, begging till my knees bled. I gave it my all. He gave me nothing at all then wondered why I I left. Now he sits on his throne in his palace of bones, praying to his green greed. He's got my past frozen behind glass, but I've got me. I've got me. Ah, That line. How are you guys sleeping on this song? That I hope that keeps you awake at night, buddy. That line for Taylor gives me energy, but also for anything like, yeah, you can think of me in my past self, but I have me right now in my present. Like, yeah, I maybe I was all of those things back then, but I'm not now. But also for Taylor, literally, like, yeah, you have my songs frozen behind right. glass, but bitch, I'm re-releasing. Them. Yep. I uh, yeah, I mean, I just think like when it's like you know in your soul when it's time to go, and I feel like sometimes the way she says it, where it's just like, think about it, 
you know, like almost like if someone was listening to that song and like, is maybe stuck in a relationship, they kind of want to get out of. It's like, if you hear, when you hear her say like, but you know, in your soul, it's time to go. And it's like, maybe that is what it's like. Oh my God. Why am I, why am I here still? I need to break, we need to break up. Like, you know, I feel like it probably spoke to so many people where it's like, yeah, why am I doing this? And I can't believe nobody even said anything about it. Um, but I also think Evermore is so underrated and I just feel like we should give it its credit right now. I know this is a long podcast guys. Get over it. I don't care. I'm really excited about this. So shut up. Me too. Don't listen to all of it. Um, Evermore stands will listen. I feel like this was you that wrote this just because it was the first comment um, and I accidentally looked and I think you were the first person that that you didn't have enough room for in your top three forevermore and you just want to say that you love that song and that you wish it fit. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it was you. I did it was um, four. When I, when I expanded on it, I was trying to like send you the comments. it was comments. two in my song sorter today. It oh, was really? four when in I my brain on the when comments. I was making it. Yeah. Yeah, when I sent it to you, I didn't even answer. So the first one had to have been you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, Steph wrote that. But I totally agree because I, I- And that's what I'm saying with this song sorter. I put champagne problems in my top three in our survey, but it made yeah. it to four and Evermore was in the top three in my survey Deep. or in the song sorter, whatever. Um, Evermore is so good. iconic, okay? It is art. It is- It's at, just- It should be in a museum is how I feel. And I love it too, because I feel like, well, first, maybe I, maybe people didn't come around on it the same way, but like, I remember, and I think I liked it right away, but like, I remember when we got, when we get to Bony Bear's part, I had to like, sit down. I was like, what's, okay. I was like, what's, what am I going through? The first time I listened to it, I thought it switched songs. I well, said, wait, what? I was gonna say, cause that's what kind of like what I thought too. Cause I was like, what is this? And then I, felt, I, I was like jolted. I said, what's going on? And I honestly didn't like it until like my third. No, time I was going to say, cause I think it took me a couple times too, but then and I then remember I understood reading, it. I think on Reddit, like on the Taylor Swift subreddit about it or something. And it, and someone was like, it kind of reminds you of like how you, cause she, obviously the song is about being stuck in like a depression essentially. And it was like, sometimes like that's how it can feel like you just get rattled and like things just go haywire right and it's just like girl but I then I just remember sitting and thinking and like it took me the third time and then it hit me and I'm like yeah you're supposed yeah exactly what you said you're supposed to feel that because you're supposed to feel the rush of like whoa something's happening here just like you felt about I guess the last time is maybe how I feel about evermore is how beautiful it is but the sound the lyrics everything Yes. I need to just take us through this because I just have thought so much about this song. My roommate despises the song so much. She said that she thought there was a car crash happening and she had to pull over her car because of how disjointed she felt when the second and you know when, like, so they were both singing about but it. That's exactly how you're supposed right. to feel. And I was like, no, that's it. How do you not see the freaking but, art in that? How do you not understand that it's not just the lyrics? It is the lyrics, but it is the sound. It is the way that you feel in the song that she is trying to literally put you through the feeling and i feel like that is so art like you don't know how it feels to feel this way i'm gonna show you i'm gonna force you to feel this well and i just love it too because it's almost like it's funny now when i think back on it because like obviously this song was my most listened to song in 2021 my spotify wrapped that part is the reason now 
that this song is where it is. When this song comes on, like, obviously it's very slow to start. I don't skip it because I'm like, wait, I need to get, I need to get to the bridge because this fucking kills me. And I love singing in the shower. I love all of it. I can't. Oh my God. Yeah. I love singing it. Um, because it starts out this really sad thing and you can almost hear the shakiness in her voice. Mm-hmm. She's been down since July. Motion capture put her in a bad light, which I feel like was that like a a shot to Kanye? I don't know. I th- I, yeah, I, don't I think it, it. Yeah, because Gray November, I've been down since July. It was in the summer. Like motion capture. Because it was in the light, summer like the that everything came out and then, right. And like, right. But regardless, like not even putting it to Taylor's life. It's just like, I, I she's not in a good place. But this, I, but let's just say it, this definitely is about her life right but but um just like the overall right experience i replay my footsteps on each stepping stone trying to find the one where i went wrong and it's like yeah you always when something goes wrong you're like where, what did, did i, I where did i, where did I, where did I go? mess like, up yeah how did i do this and you're constantly thinking back i'm writing letters i'm throwing them out i was catching my breath I, I like you are just so unsure you're she thinks the pain's gonna be forever and then oh, and she says she's feeling unmoored. I love the double meaning in that, which means insecure and confused. But it also means like uh, releasing yourself from something, aka mm-hmm. like a ship untying yourself from a dock, yeah. which then kind of comes into play. Right, later she's on. lost. And she's like, I'm just so lost because she doesn't remember what she used to fight for. She's rewinding, but just like she goes back to her steps, it pauses on the moment where everything was lost. And then it comes in cannot think of all the costs and the things that will be lost can we just get a pause to be certain we'll be tall again so i love the idea that when he comes in it's like if you're then taking it in a relationship aspect she's like i just want to know where i went wrong what did i do wrong like you ended things with me and i just want to know why like please like god i just i want you back like where can i can i like rewrite time and he's like no 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 they're on two completely different wavelengths, which you get from the music. Cause he's like, they just don't see eye to eye. They're in two different places. And he's like, I just need to pause right now. I just need to relax because I just need to know that we're going to be okay. Once again, whether whatever it is, the violence of the dogs is whether it's the heat in the summer. And then I'm on the waves and being tossed. Like, and I just imagine an ocean, like a, a ship being thrown through the ocean. Um, I just want to know that we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So he, the whole time he's trying to say, we're going to be okay. Or not that we're going to be okay. Like, I want to know if we're going to be okay. And she's wondering where it went wrong. But they're just in two different worlds. And you hear that in the music. It doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden it comes together. And they're singing together. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And they harmonize. And like in the moments in the cracks of light i thought of you like well, in the, right. my darkest days because i was it's, it's just so beautiful it's, it's funny it's because story i because i think of this song more literal to her life right like i think of this as obviously going through the rough time after the kanye video right disappearing whatever and then joe saves her essentially right. or brings her out of it So I don't think of it as like a relationship where one's wondering where it went wrong. I think of it as Joe came like came into her life when she was still stuck in this dark period. So then he's Mm -hmm. like that. The part that's Bon Iver's part is sort of like him trying to pull her out. And like, 
very similar right. to what you're saying. Like there there's, he's trying to pull her out of it. She's still thinking about her situation, but like, I don't see it as like a relationship. Like the problem was the relationship, I guess. I see it as like, right, right, he's right. desperate to, for her to be happy, but it's not him that's making her unhappy. It's right. her, you know, mental, whatever she's going through. And then right. When they come together at the end of the bridge, they harmonize. She said, and then, and then it's just her by herself. You were there where she realizes, wait, I'm good. You were there. The you whole were time. there. And then that's, and that's how, when it ends, this pain wouldn't be forevermore. Cause I she's a hundred percent. I know, think that, right. But I a hundred percent. And I, but I also think I love that. It's like, they're on just totally different oh, totally. pages. Yeah. But yeah, so you're absolutely a hundred percent correct. I, I totally believe that that's what the song is about, but on like another level mm-hmm. where other people are going to relate to it. I think it can also be right. about, um, just being like, hold on, we need to take a break to know that we could come together again. We needed to be on opposite lengths. We need to separate to know that we could come back. And then they sing together and then it's like, right. The pain would not be forevermore. Right. I just imagine this song somehow in a museum and you have to walk through the whole relationship. I mm. just think it is a freaking piece of art. It's really good. I mean, it's number two on my list. Yeah. It's so good. Well, with that being said, I think the only song that we didn't really talk about, if you wanted to, was Marjorie. But um, a lot of people left a lot of comments on that with her mom, how beautiful it is. Or her grandma. Yeah, sorry, her grandma. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I think anybody that's lost a grandparent that they were super close to can absolutely relate to Marjorie and like lyrics, beautiful advice, best advice I've ever heard in my life. The the beginning lines. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I have them written on my wall Um, because my grandpa wrote me a very similar sentiment letter a couple years before he passed away. So that's the middle. It's like the lyrics and then his letter in the middle. So that's why I can't listen to Marjorie because I literally will cry every time. Um, oh, that's really sweet. And I love that she put her grandmother's voice in it. It's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. It is. And, um, but that's what people wrote. It really hit differently after my grandfather passed away. It does. Um, Yeah. Somebody said, which song on Evermore do you think has the most heartbreaking lyrics? And they said, like, I think it's It's definitely Marjorie. Or happiness Um, to me, honestly, either of them. Oh yeah, happiness it has depends. some comments it, like, too. Obviously, yeah, somebody said happiness is Taylor Swift's saddest song. More sad than all too well. The lyrics cut you straight to the bone. It is the most raw thing she has ever created. And then somebody said happiness is queen. Yeah, I mean, no, I. Oh, we didn't talk about. Uh, I'm just gonna read the comment. Wait, sorry. Did you? Sorry. No, I was, I was gonna say I don't. I don't really have anything to say to. about Marjorie because it kind of like speaks for itself. And and it obviously, I think song. anybody that can relate to losing someone—not even a grandparent, but anyone they're close to—obviously, um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's exactly what you would want to write right. and say. My dad sobbed when I made them listen to it because my dad's a baby. Right. I love you, Dad. Anyway, um, tolerate it, people. I just want to read the comments. Not that we have to speak long about it, but I just want to give it its credit. Amazing song. Uh, Tolerate It is the saddest song in Taylor Swift's discography, Changed My Mind. Um, Then somebody else wrote, Tolerate It is a heartbreaker, but especially when you consider it through a queer perspective, like with parents who are not the most accepting. Ooh. I know, really interesting. Um, I was like, wow, that's like, you're just tolerating me because I'm your child and you have to. God, that makes me so Um, sad. That's 
absolutely heartbreaking. And I agree. That's why it's a track five, right? Um, and then tolerated equals Princess Diana and Charles, which I also yes. thought was well, people. Very- that's what people said. They were like, "Was she watching The Crown when when she wrote this one?" Because, right, it definitely yeah. gives off Diana and Charles vibes. And like everybody what said, I that will book say is if you're sad that we didn't talk enough about Tolerate It, we were absolute or any other songs on this album. Every song will get its due diligence. We will give it credit. Because we will go through each track. Like, right. we're going to do a track five episode, which, of course, we're going to go into depth on Tolerate. Well, right. And, you like, like I mean? also, like, you know, we kind of didn't really talk about Willow much right now. But we talked yeah, about Willow a ton about, during our track yeah. one episode. So, yeah. Willow's in my top three. I'm obsessed with that right. song. People did leave funny comments on Willow. Willow has more remixes than I have personalities. <laughs> Somebody said honorable mention for Willow and then said somebody said, I think all the Willow remixes gave people a lot of Willow fatigue, but it's such a good song. Justice yeah, for Willow no, that's, uh, I mean, that's song. fair. And I echo everything. We will give due diligence to every song, guys. Evermore is just too good. Like, I, I'm so sorry that this episode's so long, but like, also, I'm not sorry. Like, I can't. I'm not either. It's such a good album. I've been so excited to do this since we started. Me the too, because we like, knew we'd do I it can't. around the year. Okay, this is how we're going to end. I'm going to be real quick. It's time to go. I'm going to just tell you You know something. when it's time to go. Should I tell them the 30-second version of the story of the thing that happened to me today? Yeah. Because we've been hinting at it, so I just feel like I'll just end it with this. I'm in school today. We went to Penn State together. I walk in. I walk down the hallway, you guys. I'm not good around famous people. I'm not good around famous people. I think we've talked about this before. Steph... Okay, because I did not tell Seth this. She knows who I met, but she doesn't know how I reacted. Also, wait, we need to be very um, clear here and what famous means. Okay, I'm going to tell them who it was. Okay, okay, because don't don't think it's like someone, you know. It's not Taylor Swift. Right, because that's what I asked. Nobody even on that level. You guys probably don't even know. Exactly, but yeah, okay, keep going. We told told that information, keep going. Did we already tell the Paul Wesley sister story? Yes. Jamie we told that yes this is connecting to that I'm walking down the hallway at school and I remember I work at this school it's an all-boys school so like we have like a lot of athletes all of a sudden I see like Penn State here and I'm like huh I walk closer and closer I'm like was that I don't what and then I realized was that James freaking Franklin but remember we're all in masks so I walk past him I stop dead in my tracks with my coworker. she looks at me because she doesn't know she doesn't go to Penn State I just whip around because they're like five feet away from me and I just point at him no words I just point at him and then the head coach that I work with looks at me so that James Franklin turns around and just sees me pointing oh and then I still had no words come out of my <laughs> mouth I was just pointing at him and then I realized that they're all staring at me, point at him. So I said, is he? I looked at the coach, but then I just realized maybe I should just talk directly to James right. Franklin. I said, are you James Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> Again, who is the head football coach of Penn State, which right. is a big deal right. to us. And he was just like, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I high-fived James Franklin at the hub one time. Oh, you did? Or I shook didn't. his hand. I me and um, Caitlin went up to him when we saw him there. But obviously we didn't get as much warm one time as you did. And so then the coach, the coach that works with me was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot you went to Penn State. I should have mentioned it. Yeah. And then I just was like, 
My name is Steph. I went to Penn State. I graduated in 2016. I, I, I went to Penn State. And then he shook my hand and then he introduced me. I have no idea who the other coach's name was. Some other guy. I shook his hand. I was like, I'm a huge Penn State fan. I was like, my whole family. My brother went to Penn State. My dad went to Penn State. I did not let anybody breathe an air of a word. Lord. I just spoke. I just kept saying, I was like, no, no, seriously. Like, we love Penn State. Like, we don't understand. Like, we're not just like Penn State fans. Like, where my dad goes to every game. Like, you don't get it. Like, when people say they like bleed blue, like, my dad literally like bleeds blue. Like, it's actually kind of embarrassing how big of a fan he is. And then I think James Franklin just smiled at me. He's like, tell your dad and brother I said hi. I was like, Oh my god this is so great and i just like kept like talking i was like i can't wait to call them like they're gonna be so excited that i met you like you have no idea how excited they're gonna be this is how fast i'm speaking by the oh, way oh like, i don't doubt it and i'm just repeating myself he's like yeah like let them know i said hi and and then i was like it's so great to meet you and then i was literally shaking holding my lunch and i was like oh my god so i went to the faculty room and i'm i tell everybody i'm like you guys have no idea i call my dad i call my brother i text you i'm like do i can't believe i didn't ask for a picture i didn't have my phone i'm like is it unprofessional of me to go ask for a picture and mostly everybody's like yeah like that's kind of unprofessional like he's here trying to recruit and i'm like Screw it. Mm, yeah you're right so i call my brother and my brother's like no, no no you have to go ask for a picture and then i the two athletic directors come in i'm like do you guys think that the coach would be mad at me if like i ask uh james franklin like for if i could take a picture with him because like i just feel like i should and i'm gonna be sad if i don't you know and they're like no like it's fine stuff like go ask for a picture mm -hmm. especially because like you're kind of ridiculous i think they're gonna think it's like cute and quirky and i'm like I don't know if that's weird, but okay. <laughs> Is that a I'll go with it. But they said that. They're like, nobody else could get away with that but you. And I was like, okay. Hey. So like literally for 20 minutes, I'm like, I, I shoved. I'm not kidding. You'll understand why this is important. Shove food down my throat. I'm like, oh, no. okay, 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 okay. Oh, no. So then I like, so then I said to my one coworker, I'm like, I don't want to go back down by myself. Like, I'm like really nervous because um, I just feel like I'm going to make a fool of myself. Like, I already embarrassed myself. I don't even know what words came out of my mouth. Can you come with me? Oh, because God, what am I going to do? Stalk him, hunt him down. And they're like, oh, I think he's in this like one more room. So I was like, okay, like, let me. I'm yeah, so yeah. scared. Can you come by with the me? food comment? Okay. So we're, so we're walking down the hallway. We see another one of my coworkers. And I was like, was James Franklin down there? And he's like, James Franklin's here. Hold on. Let me get my phone. Cause he's a big Penn State fan too. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm not the only crazy one. So he comes with us and we run into the gym and they're like, oh yeah, he's in there. I'm like, is it weird of me to stand out here and wait for him to come out? And they're like, well, like a little bit, like it's fine. So he comes out and um, I'm like, is it horribly inappropriate or unprofessional of me to ask you if we could take a picture together? And then the kid next to me is like, yeah, like the my coworker is like, yeah, same. And he's like, oh no, for sure. Are you vaccinated? I was like, yes, I'm fully vaccinated. And he's like, okay, great. Let's step back into this room then so we could take our masks off to take a picture. Heck yeah. And I was like, 100%. And so then we go and he's like, um, do you mind if I put your can I put my arm around you so sweet I said absolutely oh. I take my mask off he looks at me he's like um you got some stuff on your face <laughs> Steph. no I said what he's like yeah on your chin I was like oh my god really and I like rubbed it off and I looked at him I go is it still there he's like you got it I was like thank you that was so nice of you to tell me that would have been super embarrassing as if it wasn't already embarrassing that I my mask down and my lunch? lunch is just what did you eat for lunch i had chicken and rice with ranch so, so it's either it's like vegetable or ranch on my face <laughs> so so then i took the picture and then i took the picture from my co-worker and then i like tried to like make comments here and there and i realized i just sounded like a giant idiot i don't even know what words are coming out and i was like 
Yeah, like crazy. Like Penn State, love it. Like football, crazy. Like, and then I was like, you know, I pull a lot of weight around the school. Like, let me know who you want to recruit. Like, I'll talk to my students, which I was joking. I know. Well, I know. I like, he definitely laughed at me. He probably was but like, wow, that's a Penn State graduate. Just like that was, that was a whirlwind of things that she told me that just like spit out of her mouth. I, but I just and also say, like my, food spit out of your mouth. Yeah. And my coworkers were like, if that's how you acted around James Franklin and that you don't really like you like you love Penn State, but you're not like I'm not like die hard. Right. Like I don't I don't even really watch football that much. Well, that's what but, I was saying, because you said said to me after I was like, I was like, oh, ask him if why he didn't take the USC job. And then you text me like later and you're like, wait, do we not like him anymore? And I was like, no, yeah, we still no, like I, him. Like I was like, we like yeah, no, him. No, no. Because my coworker asked me, he's like, I hate James Franklin. Well, right. I was going to say, nice guy. Really nice guy. I don't right. mind if he's not the Penn State football coach anymore, though. Yeah, that's what. And I was like, ooh, like, ooh. So it's like, if that's how you're acting around someone that you're not right. like, whatever. Like, what would you have done if it was Taylor Swift? And I was like, I would have passed out. What do you mean? What would I have done? Are you, are you insane? I would have sobbed. There's no, I honestly don't think. I don't think I could ever meet her. I I can. Don't say that. What if she what if she's watching this? Then prove me wrong, Taylor. Let's see what happens if you meet me, okay? Because I don't think I'd survive. And do, let's see. Taylor, I would sob. When she came out on at a reputation tour, the first song I literally sobbed. Flame me with a If I saw her in person, holy crap. I would no, I know. Like it well, it depends. If it was a scheduled thing, I would, I would be okay. Cause I'd have time to prepare. If I ever just happened upon her at school, I don't even go to school anymore. I would die. I would die. That's why I have to plan what I say to people because I, I'm, I was so embarrassing. I think I glitched. I have to apologize to the head coach of my football of like the high school that I work at because I think I embarrassed him. Like, I think I embarrassed no. him. That's how it like, I was like, I was just, I was a crazy person. I was a crazy person. Did you, you saw how I acted in front of Paul Wesley's sister? That is how I acted. That is exactly how I acted. Oh, Wesley's sister. I just pointed at Seth. I was like this. No, I. Pointing. I was just pointing. I fully, <laughs> fully. Why is that my you. reaction? Why is that always my reaction? I don't know. Oh, Seth. I have issues, but it was a great day because that was great. And I felt happy that like I met him and I was like, this is cool. No, it was cool. And you got a picture, which was amazing. And I got, I did get a picture. <sighs> anyway, guys, yeah. Evermore is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. It, honestly, there's nothing else I can, I can't top that. It is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me too. And I just love it so much. And I'm so happy we spend two and a half hours talking about it. I'm so happy that we spent so long talking about I hope about everyone that. else hope is happy about happy. that. Yeah, I'd really love to know everyone's thoughts. Me too. I'd like to know your highs and lows. Me too. But I do think it's time to go. You know when it's time to go. You know when you're so when it's time to go. Sometimes that time. picking all your stuff up is the right thing. Yeah, but Some, before you do. Sometimes following us on Instagram oh. at Drop Everything Now Podcast is the strong thing. Sometimes following thing. us on TikTok at the Steph's 13 is the brave thing. Yeah. Sometimes leaving, liking and subscribing will find you the right thing. It will like, and subscribe and also leave us a review. That is the right thing. And then, you know, in your, 
So when it's time to drop your mics. Or no, when it's time to pick all of your stuff back up. Because we know when it's time. Parcels. To drop our mics. No, to pick up. Good oh, night, everybody. Wait, do we drop our mics? What? We're dropping our mics. We're dropping our mics? Everybody pick your stuff up because we are dropping our mics. Oh, now. Oh.